Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Miraculous Ladybug, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. We're back talking Ladybug, the first new episode in quite a while, and we're extremely excited to talk about the New York special entitled Miraculous World, colon, New York, dash, United Heroes, with a capital Z, that aired on, uh, premiered, uh, shockingly in the Disney Channel in the United States, uh, yesterday night. And when on, they said it would. When they said yeah. it would. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they had the countdown to the French airing and that held and they even added the US airing a day before. It was wonderful. And it went up on Disney now the morning before, which shouldn't have surprised me considering that happens to all Disney shows, but did. Um, I didn't know it applied to Ladybug too, but yes, we have the Ladybug hour long special to talk about. Make sure you've seen Miraculous World in New York. Um, it's very exciting. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're anticipating a big podcast here. Um, so we're going to have spoilers right away for Miraculous World of New York. I'll give a caveat before, uh, if you're wondering about the, what airing to look out for and, uh, find all of our Ladybug podcasts at overlyanimated.com. We've been covering Ladybug since the beginning. Um, search Overly Animated Miraculous Ladybug anywhere you, you find your podcast and our YouTube is youtube.com slash overly animated. Um, yeah, only, only caveat I want to give is there's been some confusion about the, uh, the version that we got on the Disney channel. The voices sounded off to a lot of people and me included, um, I believe what, I don't really 100% know what happened, but believe the version that aired in, on the Disney Channel, at least initially was longer, was slowed down. Um, I tweeted Thomas, he said it was supposed to be 59 minutes and the version there in Disney Channel was 63 minutes. So, uh, it's, I don't know. Apparently Disney might be airing the correct speed on reruns and they might have, they might have elongated it to fit the time slot. Um, I, wa- my third viewing of this, I watched it on 1.07x speed and it did sound a little more normal. So if you have the ability to watch it on 1.07x speed, only if you have the version that aired initially on the Disney Channel, it's also the version that was on Disney now. So that's my understanding of the situation. But, um, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. You'd think if we get an official Disney Channel premiere, we wouldn't have, uh, issues with the, the airing, but, but it's, uh, Ladybug. But it's Ladybug. Okay. That's such a precise, like, slowdown. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I did the, I did the math dividing the 63 by the, you know. And okay, was, good. Know, yeah. Uh, I don't, it still sounded a little weird. So I think, I don't think it works exactly like that. I think it's depending how they encode it or something. I don't really know. Anyway. Okay. Uh, regardless though, the version that aired still, it was complete and, uh, it was mostly normal, right? Like it's still, everyone basically sounded normal. So we're, we're working on, uh, I think a pretty, still a pretty good, uh, version. We're talking the English dub here. The French, uh, version original also did air after the English dub. So, uh, you might've seen that, but, uh, I don't believe we have seen that. Uh, let's talk the New York special. Um, so much to get into. So let's start off with some quick, reactions you had at the time and your overall thoughts on it Delaney I loved it I was blown away um I feel like this is kind of what we've been waiting for with Ladybug like you know we're like three seasons in and like this it felt like a payoff like I watched season one of Ladybug so that I could be here (laughs) how different (laughs) is this than season one of Ladybug right so different oh my god (laughs) this was great I honestly like I loved it it was amazing it really felt like a big and we haven't had to ha- get a hat. Oh my God. Words there had to me other than maybe the Steven universe movie and um, like Steven universe future as an experience, there hasn't really been a big animation experience. Like, mm. you know, a TV movie like this. 
And I loved it. Like, I think this was great. An hour long episode special that just felt amazing. Yeah, I think outside of the Steven Universe movies is like one of the most go go all out type of uh, animation TV events we've seen in a long time. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, Delaney loves it. April, what did you think? Oh, of course I loved it. (laughs) Like... It was just incredible, and I loved that, I, you know, like, you get to watch it, and it's, like, commercial-free, and I was I was in it the entire time. I had so many emotions. I was, like, live-tweeting it at one point, but <laughs> I, I couldn't, like, keep up just because so much was going on, but, like, I agree, like, this is what, like, I, this is what I came for with the Ladybug-like universe, so I'm... I'm all about this and I love it. I'm I'm so happy. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. You guys are like, this is what we've been waiting for. Well, I think we'll dive into that in our, in a first topic in a second. But um, yeah, I think my first reaction to the watching this was just like, it's like overwhelming. Like this is like way too <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not a d- depiction of good or bad. It's just like, oh my God, how was there this much stuff? I mean, so this is like literally an hour long. Yeah. Without commercials. And the normal ladybug episode is like generously 21, 22 minutes. So this is like three times the size of a normal ladybug episode. And it was not like they took any time off. Like there's definitely three episodes worth of ladybug content in here at least um i know i i did i do think it's really good um i think like the production values are incredible i think the story is really good i love all the new characters i think basically everything hit um i i i I kind of only maybe criticism i like wish there was more time in the third act i think it was a little fast um like ladybug is always fast uh so i think it fit what i'm used to but maybe in this hour-long format when you're building up to the end thing, it's not as, uh, it's not as good to have such a quick conclusion. Like, I mean, clearly this could have been like a full, like actual movie length, like at least 90 minutes. I think you could easily stretch out the material that's in here and then even other things that weren't hit on in the, in the special. But, um, I'm also just impressed how this integrates into where we are in the show. I want to talk about that. Um, but, uh, this is, I think this is definitely one of the best, uh, if you want to call us an episode of Ladybug, one of the episodes, best episodes we've gotten. And one of my favorite animation things we've seen this year. Um, yeah, I think you guys were saying like, this is what we built to with Ladybug. I mean, this is, I think in many ways, feels like an Avengers movie. Um, other, you know, not surprising considering the credits are like Avengers take, takes, uh, like oh, kind of copying. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. literally like with the, the Avengers. Epic music. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, and we get, we get, you know, the, uh, United Heroes, uh, which is the, I guess, I feel like this is more DC than, I mean, we can ask Delaney about this, but, you know, Justice League slash Avengers type group. So, um, like we're kind of doing like that. We meet so many new heroes. We're doing this big uh, superhero merger thing and it's also trying to be a normal episode of ladybug i feel like right like i feel like we have the kind of normal structure um maybe repeated what you know like two akumatizations happen sometimes in one episode even if it's normal length um we have the normal marinette character beats and and uh, things with the class going on so it's just like how does how does all of this work like was it successful as a as a big avengers event was it successful as a ladybug episode was it successful as both what do you think delaney I mean, I definitely think it was successful as both like one this, you know, this felt like an event, like it was a really big deal. And it felt very cinematic, like this was was so dramatic. And the music and the animation, like everything felt big and important. And it just and there was just so much going on. And they really I mean, they really played it up like the amount of Adrian and Marinette we got 
was like, there's no, that wouldn't happen in a regular episode. It was ridiculous. But then also, which is, you know, it's great also if we were, we had the time to take those moments. And also it is a testament to how much Marinette has grown as a character, like able to have these moments, even though she wanted to die the whole time. But then it is an episode of Ladybug. Like you were talking about how does all of this work? You know, we have the class, we have the classmates, we have the superhero stuff, we have Adrian and Marinette. It all works because it's Ladybug. <laughs> like that's like like this is the secret sauce of Ladybug is all this chaos that happens. But it all fits well because it's I mean, it's interesting how we got new mythology, but then also like mythology that it basically exists parallel to the current mythology. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really like the American superheroes, they don't bring anything to us or take anything away. Like it, they just also exist within the miraculous like world. So it's really interesting. Like this world, like and it's, and it's all this solid world building and they establish the United heroes very fast. And I think they do a well enough job that it's like, I do just accept it at face value and you move on. <laughs> and I think that's part of like, they give you just enough that we don't have to question it, but then they also give us new, a new miraculous. Mm. So I think there's there's a lot there's a lot of pieces, but I think it all moves really well. Again, because of the ridiculous pacing of Ladybug, but then also like this is what makes Ladybug Ladybug is this like just constantly just plowing through fast action, but then those strong Marinette and Adrian moments. Yeah, I think that secret sauce of Ladybug, like this episode really does, the, the special, it does exhibit all of what we expect from a normal Ladybug episode. We have the romantic Marinette and Adrian moments, especially like one big moment with them like dancing in the sky. We have like all the, the akumatization stuff, ridiculous Hawk Moth stuff going on. Like my favorite part of the special, no surprise, but in, in terms of like a broad element is that this, we do not lose sight of the ridiculousness of the show. No, absolutely no. not. It's There's there the whole at time. At least five big meme moments. Like, like they, so like, good. Like, we, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're doing a serious Avengers special. Uh, we're not going to do no. things like space episodes. No, we will, not only will we do, we'll do many of them because we have time for more, <laughs> more of those things. So, um, like, yeah. And like, maybe Ladybug is a show specifically suited for this type of special. Like, cause it is just so, uh, so jam packed normal episodes, so fast paced that um you can just kind of expand maybe it's easier to expand that into a good ladybug normal ladybug episodes already feel like i can't believe we fit all this into 22 minutes so uh, yeah you know, doing a longer yeah. format i think makes sense which is why we're like oh my god this is gonna be a nine hour podcast <laughs> yeah i'll say this outline it took me like two and a half hours to make that line it is it's three, three pages, pages long uh it's yes. just me writing down what happened in the episode it's just too much stuff i was very daunted but uh yeah just had a pause keep going yeah, April, did Here, you pause? I have a hot take. Yes, what's your hot take for us? Yes. Our thick special would not have been as good. <laughs> I like that that's a, I like that that's a hot take. Yeah. We, thre- we, we threatened to make our hot. own uh, New York yeah. special if this did not air, and it did air. So people are disappointed, but they, I think after they've seen it, they're not disappointed because it was great. Yeah, yeah no, I, yeah, people expected the <laughs> first. I think expect <laughs> expectations were a little low for the special just because it's like, oh, it's this Zag produced like United. But I don't think this ended. I feel like this didn't end up being that. This felt this felt well, mostly like an episode of Ladybug, not like some like produced uh, events for the studio. Well, now I have really high expectations for sh- the Shanghai mm-hmm. special. Yeah, I think so, right? Um, I like. I'm excited. Definitely. I mean this this resulted in uh, you could argue this is the best episode of Ladybug. I think so. Honestly, I would like. I think this is. You know, we have some incredible. I mean, again, it's hard to compare. Like, you know, we talk about 
you know, Ladybug is a show that like gets significantly better like every season. Like the yes. growth is exponential for Ladybug. And now we're here at the peak with our most recent. I mean, this is an hour long special. They like pulled out all the stops. Like I, you can't, it's hard to compare it to other episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, April, I forgot what question I initially asked Delaney that I was going to throw to you next on. I have no memory. So, uh, what, chime, chime in on our overall topic of, uh, like it, it working as both a ladybug episode and a special, like, um, oh. Yeah, it definitely works as both Um, because it is, I mean, it is special for one. It's longer than 22 minutes, which is, you know, what we're used to and everything like that. But it does have a lot of the elements of like a regular ladybug show that like we're into There's zaniness. And then, you know, we have Adrian and Marinette moments and we have moments of Marinette just being crazy, uh, which (laughs) is, which is outside of the zaniness of a normal episode or whatever. (laughs) But, but then like, I do think that like, given the amount of time that was dedicated to it, I, I mean, I agree with like the third act being a little bit quick, but that's again, that's a ladybug episode for you. Um, and I really like, I enjoyed like the pacing of everything else, like leading up to that. So I, I mean, everything like the, like, looked so high quality like i thought i was watching just like a pixar movie yeah honestly like i really did i was just like did they like enlist pixar like the pixar team to help with this because it looked so good and then like it gave me like you know like delady's got like high hopes for the shanghai special i do too but i also have like high hopes for the movie if we ever get that like it's gonna be incredible yeah, and they're throwing like millions of dollars at that in movie. movie. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I will, yeah, I will say this is yeah, this is directed by Thomas. Movies not Thomas is involved in, so kind of separate entities. But um, yeah, at least for like a Ladybug property, throwing a lot of money at it. I assume this this had a crazy high budget, but it's still like a normal episode of TV. So I, I think they right. probably they almost regardless of how big their budget was, they ended up doing a lot of work considering the constraints of a tv budget for this special like i don't even need to hear the exact number i know that they like did incredible oh, yeah. work on the oh, budget yeah. um also but, like considering you know pandemic yeah they right. finished they definitely finished this during the pandemic so uh, yeah i mean and you results in this like wow oh. um the <laughs> I, I, another aspect of this being a normal episode i was impressed that this like functions as this avengers movie and also just feels really nice as a like this specifically fits in after the season three finale like yeah exactly no that's, where uh, we that's are really what about. shocked me was i was like whoa we're getting right into it Mm-hmm. The whole, like the it, whole, the whole special is centered on this Marinette. Like, I'm giving up on Adrian as a romantic interest, and that's like playing off of where we ended up at the end of season three. Like, the entire like premise of the special is is based on where we are, and then specifically comparing the kind of like superhero movie where we are in Ladybug. This this has this uh, special has a post credits type scene. It's not actually after the credits, but when we see the monks at the end, and that is mm-hmm. it's per- we were just speculating on that this break between seasons that we thought the monks would be there uh like very soon into season four and there they are in the post-credit scene that functions as like this it perfect it's perfectly functions as a marvel post-credit scene and also makes a ton of sense where we are in ladybug right now i definitely like screamed we were right it was a really good moment yeah yeah (laughs) i pat myself on the back i said monks first scene of ladybug season four the we see that the monks are watching over marinette and this is even before right, right before season four starts that was a good call by us Good job. Um, good, yeah. Feast podcast was yeah. a good idea to to do that on the. <laughs> but yeah, so I just 
it, you take you take this um, ladybug, but you know Marvel movie or you know DC movie, whatever. But uh, it which makes sense because it's a superhero property. We've hinted at there being a larger world of superheroes before. A lot of these characters by were introduced in like auxiliary properties of Ladybug. I wasn't really familiar with many of them. I know we heard Majestia before. All you talk about Majestia in the show, but that's basically all I remember. Um, but uh, it, it it's it's perfectly suited for that. And then it also just uh, it, it works as an episode of the show, and it works in in time and place. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, definitely this is the best we could have gotten from, from the special. Like, uh, this is best case scenario and I'm, uh, very impressed overall with it before, before we even get into specific elements. Um, but in sp- speaking of specific elements, let's, what's, what's your favorite thing from the special? Like, is, what's, is it a new character? Is it a scene that's really st- sticking out to you, Delaney? Is, do you, is it Ooh. multiple things? Oh, this is hard. Okay. Like, I mean, it's definitely multiple things. I mean, one, so we had seen a little bit of the plane when, when the plane's about to crash, we had seen a little bit of it in the YouTube video with, they were interviewing um, Thomas and other people who had worked on the movie and uh, worked on the special. And we were like, they're gay. And so, so we saw, we gay. saw we saw Uncanny <laughs> Valley and Majestia embracing. We didn't know what Alia said. We when didn't know anything. She introduced it, yeah. so I it made assumptions. And, uh. and so we made assumptions <laughs> as we do. We're like, it's gay. And then we have uh, Red in the Discord was like, um, who actually knows French, and his like, French was like, no, guys, yeah. I'm sorry, but um, um, no. And we were like, this is terrible. And then JK, they're gay anyway, because um, yeah, Batman is gay is, anyway. So that's because Batman and Superman are gay for each other in this universe, which is incredible. <laughs> um, so good. D- Delaney, and, isn't this like made for you? This special, this feature. I swear to God, they made this for me. So like literally, like they like feature like, lesbian Batman and Superman together. In, in literally, they're like, here's Supergirl and here's Batwoman and they're gay and they have two children together. And I'm like, wow, like. Wow, this was made for me. Like I, it's like they were like, okay, what does Delaney want out of a Ladybug <laughs> episode? And they just gave it to me. Like, there's so much Alia. Like Alia's like really important in this episode. Um, well, he's the only one who knows anything about what's going I on. I love yeah. Alia. <laughs> Alia was just the so whole time much. was like, oh my god, so good. But th- I will say, um, so other than it being gay and like the whole special was just incredible. I, my favorite part of the special is Jess. I really like mm. Jess. I think Jess is a great character. Jess is a lot of fun. And also Aeon. I mean, Aeon, Aeon's great. But I mean, I just, I really liked Jess a lot. And I was really happy that Jess got the um, the Eagle Miraculous. Yeah, I think I think Aeon and Jess are both superstars, and uh, they are. They're for great. Sure. Like the fact that they're these just one-off characters, because you know, I, so unless we somehow yeah. go back here, I mean, Jess has an in to being in the rest of the show, but um, there's these one-off characters for the special, and they're the best supporting characters we've ever gotten in Ladybug. Like, they're amazing. Yeah, they're incredible. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about them, but first, April, how about you? What's what's standing out to you as the big, bat, your favorite element of the special, and okay. why, and why is it Hot Dog Man? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hot dog Dan. Excuse me, hot, hot dog, dog Dan. Dan. Oh man, I love hot dog Dan. Okay, so <laughs> this is going to be a true testament to, I guess, myself. Um, but something that really stood out, or at least like a moment that stood out to me, was um, the like the moment in the sewers whenever. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yes. Adrian renounces uh, Plog and mm-hmm. the like holding the miraculous. So first off, I cried. Yes. <laughs> just just letting you know. I gasped um, so loud. I was like, <gasps> no. I, I gasped and then tears started coming down out of my eyes. Um, but I I also thought that was like a really like that was such a clever and like moment because it takes you back to whenever um they have that other sewer scene and they have that discussion about like trusting like each other Mm -hmm. and all of that like close your eyes we'll eat these at the same time kind of moment so i thought that was really like that we had those sort of like parallel and me and it looked exactly like the exact same scene um yes probably was reused which is fine but i like i think they probably animated new sewers for this different sewers different city new sewers (laughs) they changed the brick (laughs) yeah paris is gray and the united states gets red brick anyway but i just loved that like parallel scenes like because the first time we have that moment is like they're having that discussion of trust and how like like that they do trust each other but then in this moment we're talking about how like uh ladybugs trust uh or yeah ladybugs trust or faith in like cat noir has been broken and like and he is just so torn up about it and even like plogs crying it's oh, it's very like it's a very like deep moment for this show and for like the like Ladybug and Cat Noir's relationship too. Look, if Plog is crying. If Plog has any emotions that aren't amusement, then uh, yeah, so you know something's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think you know related to that. I, I'm going to say for my favorite element is uh, what I, I feel like. What I was looking for from the special was what I got when Marinette and Adrian dramatically run in the rain in Times Square. Is like that's to me is like the image <laughs> yes. of like what what I expected <laughs> from the special, and we did get that. And then we got Marinette dramatically chasing after yes, uh, Adrian on her bike in Times Square. Uh, in the rain, and it was gorgeous. I'm gonna make that the screenshot as Marinette after she falls down the bike. Just gorgeous that scene. Oh, my oh it is gorgeous. It's insane. So like it's one of the most beautiful ladybug scenes. So that definitely harkens back to the most beautiful ladybug scene from the origins with the umbrella. Yes. Um, so I, same I feel, lighting. I, I feel like a little an intentional parallel, you know, to have uh, this really dramatic internet like, moment. There were a lot of those. I think within this. No, oh, yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna comment on what you said, April. That like, yeah, it's, I do think there are a lot of parallels with the, the sewers. Is a great call. Also, a lot of stuff happens on rooftops. It's like, hey, guess what? It's, it's a different city, but we still got sewers. We still got rooftops, so we still can still have these internet moments. Or uh, I guess yeah. in the sewers, it would be uh, Lady Noir moments. You know, with uh, we can still have these dramatic moments in these in these locations. I'm surprised. The only the only shocker is that we didn't go into Central Park, considering a park is yes. always prominent. In uh, true, we saw it though. From above, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. I, we said coming into the special, we will definitely hear that the Statue of Liberty was originally from France, and we got that history lesson. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, I'm unsure if I, we also learned that the, there's like a secret safe in the Statue that has a key in the Eiffel Tower. I don't. Is that true? Is this? I have no idea. Yeah, I tried looking it up. Trying. I think it might be fake news. I tried looking I it up. Fake. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's fake. Not that like my history of the Statue of Liberty and the Eiffel Tower are that well, or 
but I, it, I can't imagine that it's, it's confusing because the Statue of Liberty is made, you know, is made by Gustave Eiffel, came from France, but uh, and they're like sister statues with the, the Eiffel Tower. But like, I, I don't think there's like this whole uh, uh, what, what the what about the treasure uh, in the, the national treasure situation going on. That's what I was trying to no, say. No, I don't the, think the, so. Yeah, but that that was fun though. Um, yeah, I don't. I, okay, so we were talking about expectations from New York. Yeah, no, we got the the, the Times Square stuff too. So, um, and, and they so, literally fought on top of the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Eventually, and we we have a scene, a dramatic like uh, again like Avengers type like aerial helicopter shot of, on the on top of the torch. We had we got mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's, also, it's, don't worry, you guys. We got to see the Eiffel Tower as well. True, <laughs> and we did see the Eiffel. And th- look, this this special begins. We're so blessed. Like you, you know, this is going to be good. When we start off, we're in the air, and Mister Pigeon is trying to bring the Eiffel Tower into space. For, so and we're, good. We're battling Mister Pigeon so for the fifty-first time. Says all you. So good. Like they know what we want. <laughs> episode intro ever. <laughs> it's, so it's, amazing. <laughs> If I could, if I could have if I could have made my wished for my what my ideal introduction to the special would have been I would have said Mr. Pigeon tries to bring the Eiffel Tower into space. I don't know if I could have arrived at that exactly, but it's about right. Like it's I mean, this- it's what happened. It's what we got. Yeah, it's what we got. And it Majestia tries to like push the moon. Yes, that's okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> let's go over all the meme moments, since so that's our specialty. So we had the. <laughs> <laughs> Majestia try is like she's like go- she's like I can goof off with my powers now, so she tries to like push the moon into the earth for, for it's no reason. I love for it. no reason. And then Just she- to see if she can, <laughs> and we right. see a second shot of her like waking up after she's doing something else with the moon. Um, but then conveniently she's in space already, so she can stop the missile that Hawkmoth sends off to try to end the world. The, yes! the nuclear warhead that she throws into the sun that she yes. just throws into yeah. So that happens. Um, very also, I love that Techno Pirate, when Hawkmoth asks for the sword, Techno Pirate's like, wouldn't you want like a nuclear bomb? No, he's yeah, like, he's, <laughs> so that would have been better. Yeah. Like, also, another important aspect. We had the, uh, the American villain that Hawkmoth teams up with for no reason at all talks like a pirate. Yeah. Techno Pirate. He's Techno Pirate. But why? Why? Yeah, is he? Uh, is he steal technology? Yeah. Is he Irish? Is that what's going on? Um, he just talks like a pirate. It's incredible. Yeah, I want to hear what he sounds like in the French version. <laughs> uh, that's... Okay. I hope he has an even better pirate <laughs> accent. I will. I will say the French version with Plog is more of a stereotypical accent. So maybe you know, like, <laughs> sometimes that happens. Um, the there's uh, okay, but the best meme moment is so first of all. The president of the United States is a part of the Avengers. Uh, this is victory. She's the the so black great. woman is the president, which is incredible. Great. Um, Amazing. Her name is C- Camilla Humby, which as I've been looking at Thomas's Twitter, this is an anagram for Michelle Obama. So this is fake That's Michelle good. Obama. Um, I like even better. <laughs> and she she sets she sets off all of she has the briefcase and she sets off all of the <laughs> nuclear bombs in the good. in so America. Good. And there's all these missiles in New York for no reason. (laughs) For no reason. (laughs) At one point, she fires a missile out of a dumpster at uh, Sparrow. Yes. In an incredible moment. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, and Sparrow's escaping on her skateboard. 
Yeah. A plus. <laughs> and a plus. Yeah. Solid, solid moment. Just uh, everything with the, the the missiles, the nuclear missiles, is uh, perfect for Ladybug. Like, like, as soon as she got the briefcase out, I, like, felt Dylan in the distance, like... <laughs> oh, this is what like, I'm here oh, for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> and then, is... Oh, actually, wait, 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 wait. The best, the best part of... This actually is better than when when Markov takes over um, Hawk Moth Slayer. It's Hawk Moth in the hotel, and it's raining outside. And he's like, I warned them. And then the nuclear warhead launches. <laughs> Somehow, it doesn't, emotionally, he, he doesn't seem at the at the bottom, but he just decides, like, I'm just going to end the world because they didn't listen to me. Like, what are you doing, yeah. Hawkmoth? Like, what are you doing, Hawkmoth? He like, look, he's being a true villain. Don't knock him. He, he, this is a him at his most true villainous. Like, usually yes. he's not this extreme. Usually he's just like, I just need miraculouses, okay? Like, can I get those? And this time he's like, well, I'm going to destroy the I world. I hope you're ready. This actually, this movie has it all because we actually have Hawkmoth do something extremely smart. He sends Technopirate after the sword and to distract him while he goes in and gets the miraculous. Right. And that I, I was like, why yes. are we talking about the saber? Who Big cares about brain. the saber? I do believe it's intentionally a diversion from Hawkmoth. Yeah, this, yes. this, this, I think, is his most intelligent plan ever. Big well, brain. And then like, he even honestly. has Natalie in Paris. And he has Natalie like, in Paris to distra- to create a Senta monster, which will yeah, be detected distract- by the Akuma app. Yeah, so, which is another Boogie Me moment. Oh, which Akuma is hilarious, app. the Akuma alert. Yeah. So, like, we went from having the Akuma alert, which is just Akuma alert <laughs> in Paris. <laughs> in the Louvre. To, to, it's, I think we, I don't know if we've seen that, but if we have, it was briefly, Look, but. The okay. Akuma alert technology has only okay. improved. <laughs> So, Silicon Valley also, is getting Natalie, a ton of funding for the Natalie Akuma was alert. sick yeah. and in bed. Oh yeah, okay. We saw very little Amazon. Natalie, okay. but no. Every every scene we see of Natalie, she's like in bed, which I would assume because she's recovering from literally almost dying in season yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that happened. Um, and we uh, didn't get Hollow Dad, but we did get um, Dad in the car on on video. Yes. Yeah, he was on the video a lot. Yeah, should this is a, a question for us, the Hollow Dad expert? Should should uh, Gabriel have sent Hollow Dad instead of himself to New York? Uh, well, he wouldn't have been able to do what he wanted. No, he would, yeah, no. I guess he had to go because he had to go retrieve it himself as part of his. Yeah, master and he yeah. he did it. He did it like secretively, like. Adrian didn't know that his dad was in, like, physically in New yeah, York. Was, yeah, eventually, at one point, he takes over all of the screens in Times Square and is like, hey, Ladybug and Cat, I'm here, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess what? I'm here. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got, there's another meme. That... There's more memes. We're not done yet. Oh, I know. But, like, this one was infuriating. Uh, okay, there's two of them. So they, like, they memed on us. So, like, there's, at the end... Like uh, Uncanny Valley's like, oh yeah, your um quantum mask hides you from uh, humans, but not me. And I'm like, you really? We get an explanation like that y'all <laughs> Finally. are stupid, like, <laughs> Finally. like in this movie. And then also when Adrian's like, you know, distraught in his room about leaving Paris, and <laughs> Plog's like, there are there any supervillains in the house? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, actually. Yep. 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 I don't so see not. any villains here. Well, no, not in Adrian's room. No, <laughs> Actually, never. never. 
Uh, yeah, I no, I thought the show memes on us. It's the worst. Look, you gotta <laughs> troll uh, us for putting us through all this pain, and then you gotta also troll us about it. That's how that works. Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, Uncanny Valley's explanation about the quantum that 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 was the first time we ever like hear like, uh-huh. hey, it's a magic. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. this is. It's like, well, magic. I loved that. Like that's how she knew, kind of thing. Like that was like she's like, I can only see humans. I can't see magic. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, she can't see the Kwame, but she she can tell apart the dis- the and, disguise. Uh, it, it was very it was very satisfying feeling having some sort of like distinction and explanation yes. for that. Yes, and when she was scanning Techno Pirate, when after he'd been akumatized, mm-hmm. she was like, "There's magical interference." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I was I was gonna get back to this. so let's let's get back to we even got into the the, the uh, we'll come back to the puppets, which is the other main meme moment. But <laughs> oh my god, uh, oh the, my god, the, I forgot about the puppets. God, <laughs> so we'll come back. Okay, first we we just have to mention. <laughs> Marinette's dramatic speech, which culminates in Adrian, you're our sock Washington. Yep. Um, yep. Bravo, Marinette. Bravo. Uh, it was incredible. Sister. Okay, let's back to, back to <laughs> Aeon and Jess. Um, so uh, I, I call these the like best supporting characters we've ever gotten from Ladybug. Yes. It, 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 like the in addition to our main cat, like we have our kind of main crew and the main class. Like um, I guess Lila is kind of an addition, and she's great. Uh, in my I was so mad that she was in the edition. episode. Well, I was Lila like, says, "See, I need to stay because of my charity work." And, <laughs> and I guess it was legit because she doesn't change her plans, right? Like she doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I guess she is like we should be applauding Lila's charity work because no. it's apparently real. Okay, I don't um, think the charity works real. She's just not going. Maybe she just didn't get the memo in time that Adrian was coming after all. So I just uh, time to I, don't care. I was so mad. I had to pause and yell. Yeah, we we got Lila in there. We got Chloe with some funny moments in there. She doesn't want any part of this. Oh, it was really funny that Chloe's like, I'm not going. And they're like, JK, you are. And Chloe's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think uh, Chloe should have. Uh, she she could have embraced being in New York a little more. I, w- I want to read this this Thomas tweet that we got recently because it has a few explanations. Thomas says the first version of the script could have been a two hour movie. There's indeed a story arc on Miss Mendeleev, Mister Damocles, and Chloe. We had to cut a lot of stuff. Some time, uh, some sequence remained in animated animatic. Maybe I'll share them one day. So yeah, Chloe. Yeah, I feel like it, Chloe clearly had uh, some more going on. Oh my god, I would have loved two hours. <laughs> I, I think this should have been a full movie, but you know, I mean, yeah, we're, we're I glad. Sorry, Mr. Damocles, like immediately was like he when he turns into Dark Owl. I was like in tears. I'm I'm happy with what we got from Mr. Damocles. I don't need more than that. But uh, that was good. He, we got that was what he needed to do. He, we had the he real owl not, here. He was excited and yeah. the best part is that my wife she's seen a lot of ladybug like watching me like she just can't like she's just like i can't watch all of season one i was like it's okay no one should have to but <laughs> she um so she was watching most of the special with me and then when he like runs she's like is he a real superhero and i was like no <laughs> like no he's she, not she bought it she bought it she yeah. bought it i was like he's not a superhero no she was we support him Oh, we buddy. support him. Um, and I guess, I guess, uh, Lila and, or no, I guess, uh, Luca and Kagami are also additions. But excluding them, I feel like these are the, we'll come back to Luca. Come on, we'll come back. Uh, Aeon, yeah, Aeon and Jess, uh, they're great. Um, so Aeon, uh, is an AI. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Naturally, they named her Aeon. Like, let's give her the most sci fi name we can possibly think of. It's pretty sci fi. And her super, I, I think her superhero name is pretty infuriating, which is Uncanny Valley. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, well, I like, don't it's understand. so bad. 
So the uncanny valley is the thing that robots like you make robots look more real and real looking until they cross the uncanny valley until they look like they're too real. They don't look real anymore. Like that's what the uncanny valley is. Um, so like, why would you name a robot? I feel like that's insulting to a robot to name it uncanny valley. You no, know, the thing is, it's a great meme and that's why it's horrible. It's a meme. Yeah. yeah. But she just, it's just not, it's, she just, it's her name, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know how Majestia makes her. Like, is Majestia Tony Stark in addition to being Superman? Well, when I you're guess. super, well, Superman has access to the Fortress of Solitude, and he's an alien, so he's a genius. So Majestia is mm. probably just a genius. It's fine. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we'll come yeah. back to where the, all of them get their. Also, I'm assuming her Batman wife helped her. Yes, probably. Oh yeah, probably. The, that's, that's like their. That's their child. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like it's a little bit presented as Jess is. Uh, <laughs> Barbara's child and Aeon is Olympia's. I don't think Olympia gets called Olympia in the special, but apparently that's her name. That's Majestic. No, she does. She no, gets she called does. Olympia in the hotel when she's in the like hotel. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that I, I feel like I, I, I feel like one interpretation is they each had their adopted kids and then they got married and now that they're uh, they're like bringing their kids into the marriage. Um, that's so possible. Good. I think uh, I like happening. it. Yeah, speaking. Of, I mean, speaking of. Um, Barbara and Olympia. I feel like it's. I think this is the most explicit queer rep we've gotten on Ladybug thus far. Yeah, but it's still not. It still would have been nice if we went even further than this. I would say. Yeah, I would definitely like. I mean, they definitely do. There's a lot of like overtones, like where, especially with um, like the pretending to be a male superhero, but then being like, we can come out and be who we are, and I was like, gay, (laughs) but like. (laughs) But then it's like, granted, they also turn it into more about like their secret identities, even though it's not a big deal in America, which is like another weird plot they have going on, which yeah, I we'll think is about. just supposed to like make us be mad <laughs> about Marinette and Adrian. Unsure. But again, we're also dealing with different things because like there's magic and there's whatever these superheroes are. Yeah. Um yeah. There, there are two big moments are in the hotel and uh, she said Olympia says Barb, honey. Um, and touches her face honey mm-hmm. yeah and then uh at the end they're like embracing each other um by the statue of liberty as one does so yep. uh Yay. pretty pretty clear that they're Very together sweet. we don't know if they're like married or just partners or whatever you know but um it's uh yeah that, i mean that's pretty radical to have your your superman be a gay woman and yeah uh, and have I your Batman it. be a gay woman too like, oh, okay, uh, this is really funny my wife <laughs> didn't like so obviously like i was like i'm you, I mean, you have no notion of who Barb is until you're until they're in the hotel and you're like, oh, you're Batman. My wife didn't figure it out until like the end. <laughs> yeah, it's they're not. It is the revealed in the hotel scene, but it's not the most clear what's going on. It's not on. super clear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, we're also dealing with characters that we don't. Something that didn't do well, you know, it's one of those things that, like, they have to reveal for you to understand was the whole voice changer thing. Like, I understood how I understood it was Jess does the voice changer because Batman does the voice changer. But then it was like, oh, no, they're just hiding their identities because there's this long line of Batman. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, which I, it, you could have assumed before, but it's not confirmed until the end that they're just hiding their identities. Yeah, with with yeah, with Jess, I think it's really striking because uh, we see a lot of her in a Sparrow. She's a completely different male voice actor. Yes, um, mm-hmm. and from so I was uh, unclear if we were doing some gender fluid stuff or whatever with Jess. Um, but uh, yeah, I think what what ends up, I mean, it's you know, we still get you know unconventional gender uh, exploration, even if it's not 
explicitly stated like that just by right. what we saw on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about Jess because uh, so I, I believe she's being presented as Native American by, Absolutely. by the show. Oh, yeah. 100%. So first of all Jess on her own is I think she's a really great memorable character um I think she is like all these different forms which makes her really memorable as Sparrow Sparrow outfit's really great it's really like, adorable it's like oh, it's Sparrow. Mm-hmm. um and then I think her at Eagle is incredible and she has a great transformation sequence into being Eagle um and she gets like a pretty iconic moment at the end talking to the monks um, thank god they get we knew it was going to be this native american themed miraculous thank god they gave it to a native american we wrote theory. it down so we speculated that and we speculated that it would not be done well i would say i i did not identify anything that was specifically offensive i would say the only thing is that like the costume design isn't awesome but other than that like it's yeah, one we don't have any that. context for this miraculous so like that's yeah. another thing granted we also yeah, like does the it always monk look like that like what's going on also the monk was native american they were native americans with the miraculous box um yeah it looked a little bit like that right like i, I you know i think the the monks thought... are based on tibetan monks so i would assume yeah, all of them were tibetan say... but they definitely looked potentially multi uh d- d- well I didn't, well the thing is i didn't pay attention to like the background people but like the person talking to yeah, Jess yeah. was Native yeah. American. So like, well, he, yeah, he potentially looked like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think, um, first of all, we're not experts on Native American representation for like, for sure. Um, and especially so considering is this like the first Native American character we've talked about on the podcast? Like in that, and that, like, if not the first, then one of the first, that's pretty yeah. radical on its own to present a major character that's Native American. So I think the primary actions for me is like kudos to the show for, for doing that with Jess. Especially Uh, with a, you know, this is an American-centric episode, and it wasn't just, like, all these white kids in New York. We're instantly acknowledging the diversity of America and the uh, Native Americans in America the first time we come to America. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, most of our prominent characters, aside from Barb and Majestia, the, you know, Aeon is an AI, but when she's not a superhero, she is a black girl, and then we have... Um, there's the, uh, and then the there's president is Michelle who, Obama. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then the kid who was into Sabrina. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's nice. And, and, uh, yeah, the only like white dude we see is the Dean, uh, the, the yes. doorman and he is mm-hmm. late in power. So that's fine. Whatever. No, we'll talk about it. Yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, th- I think Jess is, she has her guitar, right? Um, and she, she's kind of like, seems like a sarcastic type, but also quickly kind of, uh, embraces Aeon's, like, shipping of Marinette and Ladybug. Oh, yeah. oh also, uh, Aeon and Jess's relationship, adorable. They're cute. Yeah, um, they, are they going to be together or are they just siblings? I don't know. I, guess I don't siblings. know. They're just cute. Yeah. I guess they're, they're kind of, yeah, but they're, they're great together. And they're like, we want to have the team chemistry like Ladybug and Cat do. Um, and then they're like, I spoke And then like, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh. kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Jess is great. Aeon, I think Aeon's also really great. I think she comes, she's just like super sympathetic. Um, oh, yeah, she's adorable. And also like that very much naive and, um, you know, I mean, she's an AI. Like, Yeah, she's kind of like the naive yeah. AI trope. But she also, I feel like, has enough uh, like street smarts, a little bit of like going on and definitely a lot of intelligence. Well, I really like. I was going to say, she's got more intelligence. Like she's more intelligent than like your average, like naive, like AI. Yeah, but. Yeah, and, and she's got personality. Like, oh, yeah. that's Lots not. It's not like her. She's defined as this like naive person. She like is genuinely clever and smart. So, 
Yeah, I think it would have been nice if she were um, it, it, looking at her as like uh, as representation lens, um, like the, the the black girl being an AI. I don't know if yeah. that takes away from the representation. Yeah. And like, so, also, like, like the only reason she's an AI is so they can kill her. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's, there's, they convinced me enough that it was beyond that, uh, because they did the themes with the technology versus magic throughout. Yeah. So I, I appreciated that, but a big component of her character is that she's like, oh, good thing she was a robot because she got cataclysm. Well, this makes me wonder, this makes me honestly suspicious. Are we amping up to killing someone? (laughs) Well, but here's, here's the other part of that too, is that Marinette did not seem like for sure that she was going to be able to bring her back. Right. So, but I, I agree with Delaney. That was another thought that I had too. I was like, are we going to kill somebody? Like, is that going to happen? This is the second time we've killed like a fake person. We, look, we thought we were building up to Adrian's death for a while. So we can still bring, get bring those death flags back, back out for Adrian. Bring those bring death them. flags back. Bring those sentimenter flags back out. Come on. <laughs> Let's let me dig him out of the closet. Jake also, no, honestly, on. Why, if they should be out and present was, and presented around the. They're here. Yeah, they're here. Also, Good. <laughs> honestly, if Marinette had been able to bring, uh, bring her back, I think Majesty would have just punched a hole in Cadmore. She oh, she would have killed him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he would have been dead, and then charged with murder. I like, will say, I think they did a really good job of like you know, cat like dealing with like. The consequences of what happened, which I think that's something, you know, after Cop Blanc, it's like he's ridiculously powerful. Like, obviously, he had been akumatized, but like he has the power of destruction and we've teased at it. But then I think here was a really good like exploration of like just how dangerous and like Cat Noir is. And that's another thing that kind of ties into this, you know, the overall theme of like trust and that Ladybug can't trust him. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and the the theme of we'll come back to that, but yeah, certainly, like they've been ramping up the the displays of power on the cataclysm, um, but uh, yeah, with, with yeah with Aeon, I think given that she's an AI, which I think is sketchy yes. foundations to begin yeah. with, I think given that, I think they did. I mean, I guess you know they kill her, which is not good, but they uh, and she comes back to life. But I, I think like a lot, of, there's a lot of good stuff here too, and just her being. Uh, uh, like a black girl with black hair and like clearly like uh, I mean you know it's she I don't know she doesn't have black parents or anything I don't know but um it's I, I think it's like uh, for Ladybug I think this is good for, yes for, for Ladybug yeah. it's good um <laughs> for like base level not necessarily I will say she's a very fun character and I really like I think she's like like you were saying she's one of the best yeah. like I think that's mo- maybe yeah at its core is is very important like is like she's just like a good complex character right and yeah I th- I think and also cool. I mean for Ladybug this is a big deal because like the majority of our cast in France is just white <laughs> like, that's also true yeah I mean of course we have Alia and Nino and stuff and Thomas is offensive is defensive when uh, you you talk about it, but uh, it's like uh, mm-hmm. like you got uh, two if- kids out of like. 15 okay calm down yes but well, uh, you know, america <laughs> maybe even more diverse place at least new york city so i do think we properly display the diversity yes. uh, of new york in the special which is good um so yeah and just and and then uh, the thing with Aeon just is they team up with um and this is what i'm kind of mean when i say the third act is a little fast is that i i only got this impression on repeat viewings but there's clearly supposed to be this four-person team that we form at the end um with uh, Aeon just ladybug and cat Yes. Um, and yes. Uh, they do a four way pound it at the end, which is incredible. Um, and, uh, so, but yeah, I, I love seeing all their interactions together. And, um, I think, uh, if we do Ladybug, uh, Avengers with Ladybug at the, at the center, I think Aeon and Jess are 
prominent uh, members of that team in the yes. future. Yes. That'd be cool. But I, yeah, I love their their chem- chemistry with Ladybug and Cat and in human form and hero form, I think it all worked. I think that the special made it a big priority. Like, could, I think that's probably the intent behind their teasing uh, or their like shipping of Ladybug and Cat and like, oh, we'll put them in this situation. I think they just put a lot of effort into all like building on all forms of their interactions. And I think it uh, was very well presented. Well, they and honestly, Aeon and Jess had such good chemistry, not just with Ladybug and Cat Noir, but also also Alia and Nino. And like, mm. it just worked. And I also really liked uh, Ladybug and Jess's like, like their interactions, like when they're planning to save everybody, like when they're in the alley. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're exactly they're planning in the alley, the, the dumpster behind them, of course. Uh, but I feel like that's one of the biggest sh- that that scene is gorgeous, by the way. It's great. Um, I think that there's a few scenes I feel like they especially step up the animation for. I think that's one of them. Um, but yeah, I love them all planning together and then they start executing. And I love the Aeon and Jess when they like, the plan is to lure, uh, Doorman. And so they take a selfie and it's like, Hey, we have a present for you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I love, I love the presentation of Aeon as like a normal teen girl in addition to just being this serious AI. I think that was was probably Also, it's funny because she's obviously an AI, but no one knows. Yeah. Does no one know that? Is I that don't a secret? Know. I was trying to figure it out on my second watch through. I was like, does everyone know she's an AI? Well, I think or it's, does anyone know she's I an AI? I think it's hard. The problem is, like, we don't really, other than, like, some of the kids at the rooftop party, like, we just deal with Aeon and Jess and they're superheroes. So, like, I don't know if there's really a good way to tell. Yeah, and I don't, no one knew that Jess was Sparrow. I don't, does people know Aeon is Uncanny Valley? I don't, well, the thing was, I know, obviously Marinette and Kat wouldn't know, but like, they were shocked. I don't shocked. know if the population of America yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well, well we can, let's talk about that. So let's talk about the element of the superheroes. So um, you, the concept for this is like, the United States is the land of the superheroes, um, and, uh, I think that we got some interesting elements of that. Uh, we talked about the diversity in the heroes we see. I think that that's, uh, uh, a good execution on this concept of like, we're going to the U S there's a lot of heroes here. Um, here's the, the most, I think, prominent aspect of superheroes in the U S is there's superheroes for everything here. Um, and probably the, uh, here's my pick for the stupidest slash best line of the special, uh, Alia gets the honor. She says, uh, oh, that's just, uh, Captain Red Light organizing the traffic. Uh, there's a superhero <laughs> for everything here. Um, what? Captain Red Light organizing the traffic? Love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we get Hot Dog Dan later, so, like, I get that there's yeah. more I superheroes. Like, I was like, you're gonna argue about Captain Red Light? When I'm not, you, uh, is, there, is there Captain, is there a Captain Red Light at every street corner? Like what's what's going on? Well, but uh, maybe he only like deals with whenever like he only is called to action whenever like maybe a red light is out. Look, it's or... like it's like mythology. There's gods for everything for things you can't explain, and in America, there's superheroes to fix things with our problems. Honestly, I would love to have a traffic superhero. I think they would be very useful. Right? I guess so. Okay. And you have Hot Dog Dan. He comes to your picnic. Because you don't have hot dogs. I'm not buying that aspect of Hot Dog Dan. But the magic part, sure. If he gives you temporary he superpowers, has, that I'm the in super, on. The, I, well, say, I will say like I was shocked. Powers. I wasn't There's ready for the magic, magic effects. Hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, not, I was not ready for that part. I was like, oh, they're like special hot dogs. <laughs> that was... 
hot dog. Yeah, and that was probably the most random part of the spe- Like, what? Hot do- here's hot dog Dan. It wouldn't Dan. be Ladybug if we didn't have okay, hot dog Dan. But- Okay, we have Hot Dog Dan and his magic hot dogs, but we also have Andre and his magic I- love ice cream. So. Hey, that's not really magic, though. Is it? Is it I Dylan? guess you guys are true believers Dylan? of Andre. It's magic, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I didn't know you guys were such Andre truthers. Uh, with it's the... magic, yeah. Yeah. God, okay, Dylan. but this is a real suit. Andre is not a superhero unless we don't know about it. He could he's, be. He's, he just he's has magic. Like Maybe America. he's naturally magic. But yeah, wait, uh, uh, also we get the exposition. That's Hot Dog Dan. He usually patrols with Ketchup Boy and Mustard Justice. There's a That's subtle line. Stuff. I love it. Great. <laughs> I, I will love say, it or like, hate it? I don't know. Like, my thing is, like, it works because Ladybug is stuepid. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, and that's that why and that's what that we're here inherent, for. Like so. it makes like look, it, in lady it makes in lady sense because we're so, it's so random. Like just, and that's that falls in line with the Ladybug universe. Also, they're making fun of America and I accept. Yes. We would have superheroes for everything and that they'd be stupid. Yeah, and I guess if you're doing New York hot dogs is like the stereotypical yeah. like a street. I accept. I yeah, know, because there would have been riots in the streets over pizza. There's probably a pizza superhero. I'm more interested in the pizza. Unless Hot Dog Dan has vegan options. I don't know. We don't know. We didn't get it. Oh, man. A magic vegan hot dog sounds lit. Maybe they'd make it actually taste good. (gasps) That's That's the magic magic. part. (laughs) That's the magic part. It doesn't give you superpowers. It just actually tastes good. I would would take it, okay? Because veggie Uh, dogs suck. (laughs) So bad. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, agree. Okay, the, uh, the, the another major aspect they don't need to hide their identities in America for most of yeah. them. It seems like says Alia. Um, so the exceptions are Night Owl and Sparrow. Is that it? Are there other people potentially like, Majestia, but we don't know. Maybe Majestia. Like maybe maybe um, we we know that the president, like uh, she, the president of the United States, Camilla Humby, turns a new superhero during a news conference. So yeah. everyone knows that she's a hero. Um, yes. I think probably heroes would have an uh, advantage in being elected president. I think that. I would say so. Also, I think this is interesting. Like, I also wonder if they, her, like, hers is, like, passed on from president to president. That was something I was wondering also. <laughs> I, wait, I love this, but where did you get this impression? Just because she's the president. So, okay. And, well, and she's well, victory. This, this necessitates getting into where these powers come from. Okay, so... They have these bracelets, which they used to transform. We see transformation sequences for Jess and Aeon and uh, D- Dean Gate. We see them all do their, they turn the bracelet and they transform. So none, I, I believe none of these are miraculous based powers except for the eagle. Correct. Yeah. That is what is presented. But I don't believe we really know where the source of the power is for everyone, anyone except for... Like uh, Aeon, she's technology, and then probably Night Owl and Sparrow. Like, I mean, Batman's like, I don't actually have powers; I have cool tech, right? So, yeah. And uh, also, prob- they like, I don't. It's there's. It's weird because like with Majestia, like, where do Majestia's powers come from? Yeah, because yeah. Majestia, I mean, reads a Superman, and it's like it seems more like your abilities. And they also talk about like, I mean, her fear was holding back, and it was like it seems like that your seems like abilities- an innate thing. Are natural, like, are innate. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, like, the combination. Sort of, like, I mean, I guess the DC, like, Marvel worlds. Because there are people who have, like, you know, natural abilities or magical abilities or whatever you want to call them. Mutations. But then there's other people who do rely on technology to save the day. 
So that, that's it, what I, w- I would assume that people like Majestia have an actual innate he powers wherever that comes yeah, from. Yeah, like and Majestia then, and Dor- the Doorman. Doorman probably that's yeah. either, he either got bitten by a magic door. Or, yeah, uh, probably. Not. <laughs> you or, like you do. Like one does. Yeah, uh, d- that's the. Is that? It, I mean, it's like very cool. You could just go wherever you want. You can create portals, but also like he can't do anything else. It seems like. Well, I would say the. I think the bracelets are part of this like Justice League concept of them like being the United Heroes. Like they all just have bracelets. Well, I kind of took the bracelets as like a like a Tony Stark, like Iron Man sort of like transform. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Was was the Tony Stark of this world make all the bracelets give everyone hero powers or something? Yeah, like, why not? Or is it or did the Tony Stark of this world invent the bracelets as an easier means of accessing your powers or something like that? They have to be there already. Um but yeah, this is in the weeds of that. By the way, D- Doorman uh, Dean Gate is apparently based on the Dean from Community. Uh, Thomas confirmed this on Twitter. It looks That's like hilarious. The, the, it's just so random. Uh, he does look like uh, him. The uh, and we and we see a bunch of other uh, a bunch of other members of the United Heroes as well, but we don't get into them at all, other than these ones right. we mentioned. They're just yeah. there. They're just there, they, including they just like exist. a, a trio, trio of ant people or something, um, which I'm intrigued by. But uh, I don't know. We'll see them at some point, I guess. Uh, and then and then we have like uh, the the techno pirate. Where does he get his powers from? You know, uh, technology. Uh, well, yeah. So did is he? Is this a, <laughs> I get that he like absorbs technology, but where did the, that ability? Well, I come don't. From well, I don't think place? that like that wasn't an innate ability. That was when he was akumatized. I do think Techno Pirate. I don't know if he just like has a bunch of technology and then he steals technology because like obviously he was also carrying a jet engine, so he's probably just really strong. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, like the uh, absorbing yeah. technology was when he was akumatized. Um, yes. He, well, he on the plane. I think he was also doing that, or yeah, some other version plane, of that. He was like touch. He was like he touched something and, and something happened. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. it, it might have been a slightly different ability. It's possible the akuma only enhanced his powers. I know yeah, Ayana one point said the akuma made him more powerful. Could might have been, a, but yeah. So I, I don't know what's what's going on with him too, and then also the fact that there are super villains. Like he's just a super villain, and they're like in, in Ladybug parlance, super villain means someone who's been akumatized by Akma. But now we know that that expands when you get out of Paris. There is more than that. Uh, I mean, that would. I mean, that makes sense are. if you have if everyone could be a superhero in America, then there would have to be super villains. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say I think all of this expand. This is a big expansion of the Ladybug mythology. I know all of this was here in the background in like auxiliary Ladybug material, but this is not something that had been presented in the show before in no. terms of uh, powers coming from things other than miraculouses. This is like a big complex expansion, and um, it potentially make can convolute things in the future. I'm a little worried if this bleeds into the show proper. I don't think it will. I think it'll I don't just be for so. special. I, think I feel like this is like one off enough that it's not going to bleed into the show. I mean, I mean like they literally went on a school trip to America. We're never coming back. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Sad. Uh, maybe hopefully Jess and Aeon can come to France. I was going to say we'll get like Jess and Aeon in the super ladybugs special extravaganza but (laughs) i I do do think now is the perfect time for this though because the monks are back and we now like we've been limited to just the miraculouses and hawk moths and and the the miraculous box that uh that master vu had until now um plus the two that hawk moth added but now we're already expanding beyond that just in terms of the miraculouses because the monks are back so now is a good time to expand beyond miraculouses Mm -hmm. as well well also like this big expansion also was really important for 
just our basic mythology. Like, for example, like we get the explanation when I use my miraculous ladybug, it can undo the damage done by one villain. And, and then also, I mean, it was a really big deal to me that they weren't there to fix Paris. They did. I mean, Paris was damaged heavily during, while they were gone. And, you know, and they were, they had to deal with that. They were very upset about it. And, you know, Marinette was like, I wasn't there. I couldn't help Mm. them. And because, you know, we make jokes a lot. We're like, oh, people probably died. But like, yeah, like, so we actually have gotten an actual possible for once. Yeah, actually, people could have died. And then. Granted, it is also like I—I I mean, I did like it at the end where they were like, "Oh, they weren't here because they were saving New York," which that was sweet, like that was good. But like, that's they had to deal with that, like the consequences of not being in Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I—I I, I think it, like we went outside of Paris, so we dealt with the consequences of that. I think that was good. Yeah, I—I I do think that it's an interesting element to introduce the concept and the idea of like a. What happens to Paris when Ladybug and Cat Noir aren't there to save the day? Because it's, and I think that's where a lot of like the humor of the show comes from too, is because everyone just knows that, you know, at the end of the day, the miraculous Ladybugs are going to fix everything. But I, this could be like sort of eye opening for, you know, the city of Paris for them to see what happens when they don't come to save the day and there aren't magical ladybugs kind of situation, which is probably what like in like New York, they're more used to dealing with because you know, when she did that and everything was fixed, everyone was like, Whoa. Yeah. yeah, were like in awe about it because that's not what they normally deal with. So if I have one complaint about the special that we didn't call out the magic ladybugs, like this was their shining moment being introduced to more people. We didn't name drop the magic ladybugs. I mean, how do you not? Um, <laughs> no, yeah, like th- we specifically clarified the miraculous ladybug works on one specific thing. I think like that was, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I feel like ladybug could, normally does things like this and doesn't give us the explanation, but here we needed the explanation, I guess, but it f- felt in theme too. I think that's probably why they did it with the expansion of everything. Um, and yeah, hey, guess what, Mayor Bourgeois, you got to actually clean up for once. Uh, yeah. no magic ladybugs coming this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is probably the first time he's ever had to do anything. In <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, what are you doing, like, to to solve the supervillain problem? Yeah. Yeah. No, his his plan is we're gonna rely on these Parisian teenagers. Okay, on these is, two teenagers, like, bro. <laughs> this is this is treaded upon ground, but that's that's fine. Which that is something funny too. Like, we've always dealt with sort of like because we've had calls. You know, we've actually like quote unquote seen. Ladybug and Cat Noir when they're adults, and we've had, you know, we've seen Bunnicks, but then in this one, they're like, uh, can you children please give me your superpowers and, like, go to bed? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, because I think that it, it is, it's introducing, like, very, like, real-life concepts into, you know, this mystical and magical world that we've been playing in for so long, so... Uh, you know, like at the end of the day, yeah, Cat Noir and Ladybug are just kids. So, some, and again, like, I don't remember which one of them said it, but, you know, like, is that like what your power is for, Ladybug, to clean up like cat's messes all the time? I mean, mm. she, it, she does more Shots than that, fired. obviously. Yeah. I mean, but also, like, it kind of puts things into a lot of perspective at the same time, too, because, you know, they're they are they are kids and what they are they do does have like consequences but we've never had to really deal with them before i mean cat killed a kid <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah, one of the biggest moments, I think, of the, the special. And yeah, and then we see Majesty's reaction. And then, yeah, they try to confiscate their miraculouses, which, and then we see them running away from that. And I like, yeah. and you, I feel like you normally get this type of moment. Where it's like, oh, the, our, our hero friends are the turn into the villains. And so I think that was like a good beat to hit on it, but it doesn't last very long, which I appreciate it too. It's just like, yeah. okay, we escaped into the sewers. Um, I feel like all that was handled very well. I mean, this also goes, I mean, it was a really big deal. Like, so, I mean, one, that was very traumatic for both of them. And then immediately Adrian renounces Pog, which is a really yeah. big, scary moment. And then Marinette's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it was really sad to me when they were both in her purse. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that because, they were yeah. Cuddled. But, <laughs> yeah, well, they were Yeah, they're in, in yeah, it was, it's, it's I, I get in previous seasons that would have been like shocking. It's like, oh, Tiki and Plog, and Plog yeah. knows everything. But no, it's like now at this point, we know Tiki and Plog know everything, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like a big uh, component of the third act, uh, middle of this, into, yeah, like second into third act is this, um, we get some strain on Ladybug and Cat's relationship as heroes. Ladybug gets very angry that Cat is, uh, there in uh, in New York, it's like, hey, surprise, cats here. By the way, under understated, there's not enough time for this, but understated moment of like Marinette, no ideas on who cat might be that he randomly yeah. shows up uh-huh. in New York. No, no, yeah. this does nope. not eliminate the nope. pool of potential or, cats or at all. Even, or even Adrian, like he knows Ladybug's out of town, but oh look, she's in yeah, New York. A- when <laughs> yeah, like that's in true New York. guys, like you're literally on a trip with the same 10 kids to no. Paris or I mean, from Paris <laughs> we, to New we York. Can't, we can't, it's like, look, kids. if you can, if you think it's Kim or something, fine, but like, you can't assume, you God. can't uh, understand it's someone in your class, Marinette. Like, at the, yeah. we also hit on that already. Like, look, like, look, we understand quantum masking, but this, this, so quantum masking. Does quantum masking them? make you an idiot? It, that's my thing. Exactly. I mean, it excuses you from not being able to look at them in the face and recognize them, but because you can't put the pieces together, you're an idiot. Like, you're just stupid. Like, it must well, cause so brain damage. This, that this also makes me, this also makes me laugh too, because. So my husband, who does not ever watch this show whatsoever, except whenever, like, he happens to be walking by and I'm yelling at the TV or whatever. But he legitimately, he turned to me and he goes, okay, April, I don't understand. And I was like, what? And he said, why can't they know who the other is? And I said, there's reasons for that. And he goes, okay, but aren't, he goes, but aren't like the fox girl and the turtle girl, like they know who each other is. So why can't everyone just know who each other is? And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like look, you broke it. You broke it. why are you breaking my reality right now? Like, listen, this is just how it is. It's fine. <laughs> well, but he was, he was just like, okay, he's like, well, that doesn't there. make sense. Like, they should be able to know who each other is, too. And I was like, look, they have the most powerful miraculouses. And he goes, okay, so that's even more important for them to know who <laughs> each other is. Look, this is, this is a summary of our frustrations in season three. I yeah. Just, like, and I was like, I was like, look, like, we just have to accept this as our life right now. And he's like, oh, okay. he's like, well, no wonder you get mad. And I'm like, yes, that's why I'm mad. No, the best part, I was streaming and I was like yelling about Ladybug like I normally am. This was like a week or two ago. And there's a kid watching my stream and they're like, oh, I'm not caught up. You know, do they know who each other are yet? And I was like, <laughs> no. That's like, no. First question absolutely not. 
No. Um, but no, it's a good point of like, why can't they know each other? Because season three briefly addressed this. We learned, learned that Master Fu claimed there's a magic rule about it. Um, and we are unsure. We went through this whole saga. We're unsure if there's like magic governs this or is it just, uh, is it just like a, 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 so, a social guideline? But now that there were like, this is, should be top of our minds because Marinette's the master now. So does that rule still apply? We're going to find out. Well, this is also like, she can know, like, she literally knows who everyone is except for Cat Noir because she hands out the miraculouses. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we were, this is this was us during the off season. We talked about this, like Marinette being the master. Does she get to know who Cat is now? So far, no. Also, mm-hmm. no mention of Marinette being the master during the special. But I think that. But didn't it wasn't the intro, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah, we got the miracle box in the in the Avengers intro. Um, but yeah, the, the strain on their relationship because Cat Ladybug's like Cat. Uh, why were you at it? Cat should you should, should he should have just told her. Agent should have yeah. told her. Um, it's a lesson about communication, as always. Also, the I super hope you cute. All learned your lesson. I hope they did. But we keep the cat, the little cat, <gasps> in the remote thing. Cat doll? I want that yeah. to still exist. Like that better be in season four. I also just want one of those. Yeah, the little. Yeah, how are you gonna make the little cat blush without uh? So great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, oh, the, the Zach stores ever expand. I'm gonna buy one so that we can all have them. Yes. And then oh, we can oh. like ping each other and yes. Saul's perfect shake. That's nice. <laughs> I like it. It was I was like what it's like why not just like text <laughs> text me if something happens. No, you have to vibrate this doll and then I'll know. Well, no, yeah, because they literally they text that they would have to have phone numbers. But they just, can literally I, I'll, I'll add you as my contact as Cat no, Noir. You don't understand. Phone. Work like that. Also, it's the same <laughs> phone number. They'd be like, "Wait, you have the same phone number?" They wouldn't realize it. It's uh-huh. too stupid. They wouldn't also, make also, the connection. Also, they can literally communicate with each other anyway with the yo-yo in the staff. Yeah, what, I don't is the yo-yo know. out of range? What's going on? Yeah, here? is there yeah, magical they can only Wi-Fi? Use the yo-yo in the staff whenever they're they're transformed. I guess that's the point. So stupid. Just get a get that app where you can talk to people anonymously, like and you, whatever, something like you know. It's not hard, Snapchat. guys. Yeah, just get <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> Send pictures of a kumatized villain. <laughs> what, what, yeah, what filter are you gonna put over the picture of the new villain? Um, <laughs> it's got a filter on where it looks yeah, like a like, cat. Give it those, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Cat, like it's cat taking a selfie with the villain behind him, and he's put he's put like. The, like flower crown uwu like filter yeah. on yeah. yes <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like there's like look i i i we i'm willing to get into different flaws of all the alternatives here but like there's got to be a better alternative than like, the, please, the, please, <laughs> the vibrating please. cat okay um and then and then yeah cat is so cat gets really down on himself at so for this is necessitated by ladybugs like i don't trust you which is a big move um yes i, I yeah. think you can question whether that was like warranted or not but uh at the very you know it, you know cat did make screw up by not telling her and then ladybug is as dealing well with a i lot mean and, the worst possible scenario happened they attacked paris and no one was there yes this yeah. is what exactly what she was worried about and she's like the one time and and also I mean, the, the special doesn't present this as context, but she's a new master. Like, this must be, this is, like, the worst case yeah. scenario for and a also, new like, master. Legitimately the worst case scenario because she, like, I mean, I, it's a big deal because she did, she trusted Kat to, like, look after the place while she was, you know, not able to. And, again, she's the new master. Like, she has a lot of stresses going on in her life. So I can't imagine, like, maybe she, like, I agree that she kind of did overreact a little bit, but it seems like it's not like unqualified. 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, you, I mean, I understand that it's ridiculous to us because these children are stupid, but like, I mean, to think, I mean, she trusted Kat, which that was a big move for her. This is also probably, this is like her first time probably leaving the country going and she's going to America. She's nervous about leaving Paris to Kat. Like we knew she was nervous about it. And she gives him like, she's like, here, if you need anything. And she's like, I need you to take this seriously. And then she leaves and she thinks everything's fine. And then it turns out that not only was Cat Noir th- not there, but the city's attacked and she's not there to fix it. And she was devastated yeah. that she wasn't yeah. there to fix it. Like, I think, I do think things happen, happen very quickly in the third act, but like, I think her being upset was extremely warranted. Like, yeah, it's, that's yeah. a good call. It's, it def- I definitely think we don't necessarily have time to digest all that as, as it's we happening. We don't. But, no. But, uh, no. And, but yeah, and it's also just a, reacting in the moment too and, also and they very quickly fix paris at the end so like they, we, they don't give us enough time to like honestly like to grieve what really could have happened you know if they had done more damage to paris yeah yeah i think i do think one of the primary things you'd be looking for with an expanded runtime of the special would be to let the emotional beats have a little space i, yes. I think that, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're driving at here uh, typical of ladybug but this is a higher higher drama higher uh, action and stuff so like i do think like uh, even more warranted to have a little bit of, of space to, to like, let things uh, hit the audience. Like we go from like chasing after Adrian and her collapsing in the street, which by the way, my wife was like, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. And, Aww. and then to, you know, Aeon just like records Marinette being like, I don't know if I can be ladybug without him. And she's like, bye bye. And she just goes flies away and just play like, which by the way was great. I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was a really good, like, I it was you know it's a plot device I enjoyed it it was fine I'm just gonna punch my mic it's fine that's how excited I am and <laughs> that's was typical fu- ladybug yeah. yeah it was fine and you know these things ha- these things happen very fast to resolve like yeah well and and yeah, yeah. so and then cat uh, try you know he, he he hears that and he's thrown off and then he almost uh, almost hits ladybug with the cataclysm as the villain we also had i guess a smarter villain than average who uh that's true. just throws yeah. him at someone else it's like yeah that's the move if cat is has an active uh cataclysm which yeah cat should not cataclysm until the last second i think that's a lesson also you don't have to yeah. cataclysm all the time can you stop that yeah, it was p- potentially unwarranted. Thing, here. That is it's his thing. You're right. That's the one thing he can do. You can't yeah. take it away. From that's him. like he like, but but like I guess like I I don't want to like condone what he did or anything like that. But I guess like if you put yourself in his mind, he's like, look, I get to show off for these like other heroes. Yeah. You know that kind oh, of definitely. thing. So I mean. It doesn't excuse it, but yeah, yeah. and there's a lot going on. So then he, then that happens, and then uh, he renounces his miraculous. He's kind of devastated, um, and it it kind of ties into the drama of what Marinette's going through with Adrian. Um, but then, uh, then uh, Aeon steps in to kind of resolve it with uh, her showing recording Marinette. It's like I need Cat back, and then she plays it for Cat, and then. Um, we get back on the same page but it's it's definitely like high drama with with the two of them mm-hmm. and it is nice that we hit on both the the lady noir and internet kind of no this is probably the best way we've like integrated it like both of them together in the show like because it always seems like two very different conflicts yeah and i think they seem yeah. to, seems a little separate to me here but like that's inherent when they don't know each other's identities yeah. but they mm-hmm. I, in terms of Mar- what's Mar- marinette's psyche they're definitely tying in together at the end so i think that that was uh definitely pretty successful 
Um, and, uh, yeah, so the, tying into what, um, what Marinette's going through with Adrian. Okay. So, kind, yeah, so kind of the, the, I mentioned this, but the main framing of the, uh, special is potentially, uh, the, this notion of Marinette. She is given up on Adrian romantically, given up on asking him out. She just oh. wants to be friends now. Uh, um, and everyone else doubting it in the, all correctly, of her friends correctly, and everyone correctly else in the world. Correctly doubt. Alia's like, no. Yeah. Alia is so great in this because she's she just is. like just friends and she does the air quotes like oh over she, like, <laughs> she trolls her the whole time and then honestly Nino was really sweet I actually really liked Nino in the special a lot talking about he was like I love Adrian and then like talking about he wants him to come out of his shell like it was really sweet yeah that was very yeah. tender they're adorable yeah. Nino is good yeah good good Nino and Alia um Especially that they didn't have a lot, but uh, yeah. This, so this, this, you know, manifests in a lot of ways. But uh, just the the psyche of like Marinette is uh, is is kind of she she's decided she's she's done with this. But you know, unlike Adrian, potentially she's not with Luca either. She's just kind of figuring things out, I guess. Um, so uh, it's it's uh, it makes sense for where where we are. I think with the show, it's frustrating. Honestly, it seems like a whole season's worth of. Mer- of romance drama like with what Honestly. Marinette's going through so it gives me a little bit of hope that we're gonna, not going to spend all of season 4 on this because this well, is what I kind of expected all of season 4 I be. mean let's talk about Adrian for a minute because like Adrian's like you're such a good friend let's dance romantically in the sky while I have a girlfriend like Adrian what is wrong with you like, what are you doing like well, it, it's so interesting because he very much like we have that scene scene with him and Kagame in the beginning and how like she's happy because they'll get to spend time together, yada yada yada. She kisses him on the cheek. But then after like he I guess he like finds out that Marinette was the one who like I guess petitioned for him to go yeah. to New York, like every like interaction he has with her, he just seems to be sort of like love struck by her. And I mm. really wish that we would have gotten like some of Adrian's perspective during this. Because I, I'm like, I need to know what's going through your head because you're being like super nice to her. Like Adrian's a nice character overall, but he's being like more so like well, more than just friends spend the entire episode together. Like, I don't mean LOL because they're cat and lady like and ladybug. Yeah. I mean, like literally like they have never spent this much time together ever. Like mm-hmm. she's in his house. They like. She okay. She almost got to sit next to him on the plane, which we were robbed. But oh, also she made, got next to, but she couldn't do it. Yeah, she, almost, yeah, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. Which we were robbed, but also like there was no hope for her. And then also, yeah, so. like the sunset. Like I mean, Ollie's trolling her the whole time. But like I mean, they watched the sunrise. Oh, excuse me, it was the sunrise on the plane. Yeah, I, 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 they call it the sunset later, but I thought it was the sunrise. I, I thought it was the sunrise on. too because everyone was also asleep. So yeah. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, like crazy, and then like it, they're always trapped in the doors, and they're always next to each other. They like sneak out together. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, I just what is going on? Right, they're just have heavily in denial, and they they culminate with their big romantic dance in the sky together. Which is okay um, to think if you had told me, like 
in the middle of season two that this scene would have happened, I'd have been like, what? You're just, you're just trolling me. Like, that's not. <laughs> and then it happens. And what? They're not, what happens oh, when yeah, they're not dating? They share a hot dog together. They share a hot dog. Which they're yeah. super York awkward is, about. New York is truly a romantic place, you guys. It's true. I did oh, really, yes, I really enjoyed sec- that. Second though, most romantic <laughs> place were, in the world. I really enjoyed that when they were on the plane. Always think, yeah, yeah, like it's like the romantic, most romantic place on earth, you know, second to Paris, which was hilarious. I, that's well, I was I like, Paris, what about Paris? So she they went, continuously but, yeah. refer to New York as being like a romantic trip or, and I'm like, what is romantic okay. about New York? Alia explained it. My wife is like, they're from Paris. Why are they talking about New York this Look, way? Maybe this is what people outside the US think, but no, they, they the carriage rides, but we don't do that. Like they don't do any of the romantic yeah. things, yeah. you know? So they, uh, it's no Central Park, but yeah, they, no, they just- they go on carriage rides in Paris. Yeah, they do in Paris. Yeah, why is that special? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I feel, yeah, honestly, like the outside. If you live in Paris, I feel like everything else should not uh, seem any sort of like romantic city. But I guess any, it's all baseline to where you I, live. And you I live. think that like Alia was the ultimate troll because she put oh. all of these like thoughts into Marinette's head almost. Because mm-hmm. Marinette, I mean, granted, she has her 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 like lapses and everything like that but she i mean she is really like showing that she's you know trying to get be over adrian and sort of move on but then like alia is like constantly there like well you going on that romantic trip to new york let's go honestly though i think adrian's also it's also his fault like oh yeah no he's he's my thing is like like, leading her on and stuff i think like marinette like Marinette, Dev, it's not like she's giving up on. She's not giving up on Adrian because of her. It's mainly because of Kagami. Like she's yeah. like, okay, and then but then Adrian's like, I'm super cute and romantic, and it's like, can you, bro, boy, like back up? Yeah, a okay, bit. let's talk about that. So, and, uh, this isn't even one of the top fifteen scenes, but Ad- Kagami kisses Adrian, yeah, and it yep. seems like it's normal. After Fenting's practice, which, by the way, I love that this is Kagami's version of flirting. She says, um, when you're as weak as you were today, the pleasure of beating you is lessened. So um, like, I'm pretty sure that was her trying to flirt. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> so it seems like this is a normal occurrence with the kissing. But we don't get any indication they're literally dating, but it seems like right. there's something akin to dating. Okay, like, how much can, like, look, 14-year-olds can't be doing too much of, like, talking, okay? Like, you're either dating or you're not, okay? Like... They should just, think, yeah, yeah, D- DTR, right? They got yeah, DTR. Yeah. <laughs> Define the relationship. Yeah, no, but uh, we, in terms of, like, hey, why is uh, Adrian being romantic with Marinette when he's dating? We don't, we don't know that he's dating Kagami. Right. We don't know that they're an exclusive relationship. Also, Adrian's heavily stupid. implied... That they're also Adrian is it's like oh friends kiss each other this we're not dating that's probably what he thinks about yeah because Adrian's right? an idiot he's like, just he's so stupid so he probably yeah he probably he probably thinks they're still friends okay <laughs> then we've cracked it another he's side so of this stupid. is Luca so give me my thirty seconds on Luca here okay so, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna start the timer hold I'm on definitely I'm, I'm probably gonna go over so Luca is on catching up to the bike uh, to the bus with Marinette on on his bike we don't know why Marinette's late that just happens and uh so so sweet helping her out catching up to the bus he says you know what's most important Marinette that this trip helps you get some clarity and I you know that line in said in a different way that could be like very like uh condescending or like I hope you get clarity so you don't uh keep uh, being ambiguous with me but no but Luca is so sweet and so perfect he's just 
caring about her. Like, I really hope you're so sincere. That's the biggest thing with Luca. I really hope you get clarity. I'm not pressuring you to pick me over Adrian or something. I just, I know this is bothering you with it being in an ambiguous state with Adrian. So I hope you get some clarity either way. And then Marinette kisses him on the cheek. Luca is so perfect. Uh, I see my time. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Here's my response. Luca is a good guy. I just hate him. (laughs) <laughs> Look, that's, that's I think that's your normal response. So yeah. It's fine. It's okay. fine. I'll, I will say Luca is a good guy in the in this special for sure. Yeah, he's always look. He's and always he, a good guy, but it's very obvious that he is into. Well, we already know he's into Marinette. So <laughs> yeah, he he's unrealistically patient with Marinette. Oh honest. yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Especially but, as a teenage boy. But it's also funny too because like like he he's like this go to for Marinette to like sort of rant about the Adrian thing. Like I guess it's nice that she's there's like that open and honest communication. But I'll, like it, it probably sucks for Luca <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, it's it's probably a lot to go through. But I think he's he, at least he presents himself as being so in tune with his emotions and so chill that if if that really is the case, which it's probably not, because I don't think you can really be that as a teenager. Yeah. Then um, it, it, I think he can process it all. But yeah, I think for for his sake, like he's like, oh, yeah, I hope you get some clarity. It's like, okay, you shouldn't push her, but like it's realistic to say like, hey. Tell me what's going on here. Like, he absolutely can say that in this situation. Um, to be fair. He probably should for his own health, I would, I would say. To be yeah. fair. I mean, we're dealing with, like, yeah, Luca likes Marinette. She's cute. Everyone likes Marinette. But also, like, Adrian and Marinette are madly in love with each other. So, like, you know, there's not really a lot. There's a lot of competition. Delaney <laughs> speaks for the fandom. Yeah, I do. Statement. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's you know we don't know that Lucas so like he's he's like I, I like hanging out with Marinette she's cute you know we don't know that he's so like deeply well he doesn't there, really like, seem to have yeah. any friends he's he's like a year That's or two true. older That's than true. them and he hangs out with his sister's friends yeah we never see him with uh, with any friends in his his age uh, may, maybe off screen but we know we never did, did we him. ever decide if he goes to the same school as them uh it's a good question. Okay, I couldn't remember if we we had picked. I'll, I'll, we had I'll decided. text. I'll, ta- well, I'll text. As Luke far as we know, just, this yeah. whole school is populated by the same fifteen students. Yeah, no, so. we only see the same fifteen <laughs> people. So they, yeah, okay. Uh, quickly, we t- obviously we've talked about being a fake Avengers movie. We want to highlight how cinematic uh, this feels. Um, this this special, I think we have very orchestral music compared yes. to Ladybug. It was normally. that definitely was something that I noticed right away was the music was how different it was. Yeah. Granted, the music big, is big always good. Music's always good, but it, and, and and I'm not like claiming it's like so much better here because it's always good, but it was, de- it was distinctive. I think. Is yes, the key. it was. And, it 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 was like when you hear music in a TV show versus when you hear music in like a, a, in a movie. An actual, yeah, they're really going. For no, the movie it really feel. felt like a movie. Like yeah. I was really like enthralled. Like it really felt like a and it and it, it's not only that it felt like it. It really delivered on being like a big event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think so. I think I, uh, I think that uh, like if I didn't know any better about like Thomas's like involvement in the movie, like I would have sworn that this was the movie. Like I I did. I scoured the credits and I was like, this is, this okay. is his version of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, the, but the uh, two two cat transformations, one ladybug transformation, and the second cat transformation has an orchestral version of the cat transformation yep. music. That was the most distinctive thing to me because we heard the, I think we heard the previous one and then this one, or maybe, I don't know. Uh, but I uh, lo- loved hearing the orchestral cat transformation. And the cinematicness of the shots, like I think it's specifically framed cinematically with the shots. And yes. then also this animation yeah. itself is oh, like, definitely stepped up. especially the plane, up. like when the plane took off. Yeah. And these big yep. cityscape scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And then some, some of these New York shots, I think too, especially the shots in the rain, like, uh, just, I, they, they're clearly going for cinematic to match the, uh, Avengers kind of vibe. And I think they like strongly succeed is, is my take. Agreed. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's go through, uh, everything else we haven't talked about yet. Let me quickly go through the three page outline. Let's see how quickly we can go through it. Uh, by the way, Cos- Cosmo Bug and Astro Cat, we talked about we're going to get the space power ups. We meet oh, the, yeah. we do get the space power ups. They we were great. Ast- we see more of Astro Cat mm-hmm. because he has, to, he has to pretend he's still on the plane going back to Paris. So he has to fly back at the end to the plane. <laughs> Lord. I will say his, that suit was awesome. And I'm really excited to yes. see Cosmo Bug. I loved his, especially because we got to see his suit close up and it's like looks like there's a galaxy in yeah, it. Yeah, like, awesome. This is so cool. L- love both of their suits. Uh, Astro Cat has the same space helmet as Katra in the last season. He does. It's true. I know. It's, it's great. great. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, the scene of uh, Bat- Mr. Pigeon, 51st time. Uh, since Paris doesn't want us, we'll just go to the moon just like that Jules Verne book. Um, okay. That's, I don't know why we're suddenly talking about Jules Verne, but yeah, he's a All book right. about going to the moon. Space Tower. I think this is we're the gonna second add it to space Jules Verne drop. Yeah, we might I'm have like, referenced it before. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. He's like the one French author. Can we talk about Victor Hugo? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, that is, there's a lot of French. Okay. That's a lot of French authors, but we did. Yeah. Uh, in, in space, no one can hear you. Coo says, uh, that's an amazing line. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that is that a dubbed line or is that the same thing in French? Because is that a, is that in space? No, no is that, is that a saying or is it a, maybe it exists in French too? Um, that whole intro scene, oh my god, like it's it was, perfect. It was yes. perfect. Very much harkens back to the uh, the time tagger where we get that whole hey we're fighting Mister Pigeon for the twentieth thirtieth yeah. time. But uh, yeah. we're up to so fifty one now. So now we're up to fifty one. Calendar. I, keep memeing about this, please. Keep me like please. all throughout season four, please. <laughs> Like, let's do it. It's so good. Um, we didn't talk about Cat giving Ladybug the yellow rose symbolizing it. friendship. Well, we took, we, we got the, we already had the play by play of this scene, which we talked about in the preview podcast. But, uh, yeah, we, it's, uh, Cat's like, I already gave you, I tried to give you all these roses, but they're all romantic associated. Here's the yellow rose. It means friendship. So yeah. good. But I do love his moment at the end where he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm pretty awesome too. I deserve flowers. God, yeah, and then and then yes. he and then he, he kisses his bicep. As, yeah, uh, that's that, great. That's a great cat moment. I um, loved so. it. <laughs> Cat's usually not like ostentatious, and I guess he, he his shtick is being ostent, but he's that was like kind of charmingly. Uh, it was. Like, I feel it was like we're cute. like I I really enjoyed that moment. I, I guess the fangirls think he's always charming, but uh, this <laughs> this was a different. This uh, was a actually bit of different charming. tone. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he and Ladybug says, "I already know you're the best partner ever, Cat Noir." So we start off kind of on this incredible high for the two of them, and then we challenge the yep. Cat and Ladybug yeah. relationship, and hopefully we end up at a better place. Um, the uh, a lot of Marinette still fangirling over Adrian, despite them. Uh, Let's a, lot, a lot of talk. A lot like of talk it. of the cologne. I wasn't into all the. Adrian I wasn't either. I was like, <laughs> I will have to tell y'all. I have a secret. I. So I wear cologne, and the cologne that I wear is called no, like it's noir. Yes. Look, this is if you're unaware, uh, Delaney has uh, fully embraced her cat noir identity. 
um, and is Burrito Noir on Twitch. And so uh, she, Delaney is now cat. And so it's that true. includes your cologne too. Gotcha. That's yeah. good. It's, per- it's, it's perfect. This, Did this you catch the- my curse? No, I didn't catch your curse. I don't know if it was audible, but I'll, I'll write it. <laughs> I'll write it. I, I, that inspired such passion. I like I, it. Uh, I hate my life. <laughs> this is a self-imposed identity i'll say it is a self-imposed um, identity this is true <laughs> yeah we talked we talked about uh the the so- okay so we i punted on the sock puppets so the, the marionette yeah, i was like cl- we're, we're only doing this so dylan can talk about the sock puppets sock pop marionette's class yeah. it seems like an entire class effort to make this crappy sock puppet <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> it was amazing no Okay. <laughs> the, the Sock Lafayette and Sock Washington for the French. By the way, we didn't mention French American Friendship Week is the framing for this entire thing, which is ex- obviously it's very unrealistically such a big thing in New York at this yes. point. Yes. Uh, at one point, the villain is like, I didn't mean to sabotage French American so Friendship funny. Week. Like, that's the worst line <laughs> yes, of the special. But so that's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't yes. mean. Yeah. <laughs> what, you what, knew what you were doing. Who cares about French American Friendship Week? Oh my goodness! Um, but <laughs> apparently, the president is involved in French American. Like, okay, uh, but there. Oh my god, my wife film. didn't realize it was the president. She was like, "Man, the mayor of New York has a lot of power." <laughs> <laughs> no, it, well, that would be a more reasonable assumption. But no, it's the president of America. <laughs> I was in tears. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Uh, I, I love that in Ladybug, uh, fake Michelle Obama is the president, and Rick and Morty, fake Obama is still the president. It's so, true. like, we're living in a better universe. Yes. Um, they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're sock puppet film. But the best line is Adrian, you're our sock Washington during her impassioned speech. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty amazing. Miss Bustier is pregnant, uh, and oh, Miss yeah. Men- so Miss Mendeleev goes. They were so um, mean to Miss Mendeleev. <laughs> I yeah, know. I definitely, I definitely kind of felt like there's a Miss Mendeleev arc kind of missing from the special, like yeah. Thomas kind of noted. I feel like we could have done more with her, um, but this does fit into what we saw from her in Kwame Buster, I think. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like we could see more from from Miss Mendeleev. But yeah, no, the whole like, oh, you're immediately going to bed at like 6 p.m. when we arrive. Like, yeah. Uh, that was that was bad. Um, but uh, they sneak out anyway, so that's fine. Um. The uh, oh yeah, so G- Gabriel wants uh, Lafayette's uh, eagle talon necklace, um, and uh, uh, this this I've noted this line from uh, Natalie just because it's a weird dub line, but she she just unknowingly offered you an unexpected opportunity. Um, I don't know. He was gonna of, go anyway. Does it matter? Yeah, but I think uh, it, well because they discuss that like they, they talk about the logic of it, which yeah. I appreciated, like yeah. why he needs to make an excuse. Um, that was nice. We talked about the uh, the Kagami scene. Um, I wanted to note uh, so a lot of Lafayette in uh, in in this, which I guess makes sense. Um, but a lot of people getting Hamilton vibes. I got I got Hamilton from Marinette. Marinette's like New York, New York. I'm gonna go New York with Adrian Negrest, yes. and I was like uh, New York, New York. I can be a new man from the Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that was an intentional reference, but I got those vibes from that. Um, as friends, of course. Uh, okay, as Marinette. friends. Yeah. Um, we talk about the cat remote. Um, Plog's excited to go to America for all these different types of American uh, cheese. But my not wife like pointed America. this out. He has like an adult magazine, but it's cheese. Right. Yeah, is, this, is this his? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Can't and say the it, cheeses yeah, that he listed off, I was like, you can't get this in Paris? Really? Like, yeah. Why, okay. but yeah why, also, why are we no excited one about should it? be this excited for American cheese. Like, I eat American cheese every day. No one should be this excited it's about not, it. It's not literal. Like, there's a cheese called American cheese, but he lists off different types of cheese that he apparently. Like, no, 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 no. American cheese. American cheese is one. I mean, it's, it is good. We like American cheese. It's okay. Okay. But like, I Lord. Get. 
But he he I think he's all the fancy ones in France already. Um, talk about the Akuma He's gonna alert. be so disappointed. <laughs> uh, we, we probably we don't get the follow up on that. I I want to. We do get the one uh, dead wife garden scene. Yes. Um, okay. Oh, this I, I is th- an important important reaction from my wife. So yes, I I have, I have it paused for, for some reason, and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is the dead wife garden." She's like, "What?" She goes, I thought it was a metaphorical dead wife garden. No, 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 no. It was a literal dead wife garden. She heard about the dead wife garden, and a reasonable assumption would be that that's a that's metaphorical. But, but it's not. No, it's, nope. it's that's not. Pretty, I was like, no, 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 no. This is this is the actual dead wife this garden. Literally, is, why do you think we call it that? There's a dead wife in, in the, garden. the garden. This is a it's literal dead wife garden. Exists. Oh my god, that's great. She was uh, shook. She was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Does that make her want to more or less likely to watch all of Ladybug? Unsure. Unsure. Uh, I want to note the scene. It's pretty typical. I feel like this is the most explicit Gabriel has been about his intentions, though. He says, and to make the wish that will bring you back to me. Usually he's cagey about that. But no, he he spells it out here. Like, uh, make a wish. Bring you back to life. Like, we got it already, but uh, okay. Now, but like, he said we, it. Like, he, he said, said it, it out loud because we've only, it's only ever really like implied that that's what his wish is. Yeah. And I was trying to remember if he ever said anything this explicit. I mean, he might have said something kind of explicit, but definitely not this explicit. Like, yeah. he literally usually just goes in there and says something dramatic about getting the miraculouses back. Well, and, yeah. and the only, like, I guess, indication or clue as to what his intention is, is he's like, he's like, I need to get the miraculouses so I can fix everything. And I'm like, okay, so you need to bring your wife. Like, we're we're always, like, just assuming that it's. Right. Wife. He talks about the wish here, which yeah. is the, yeah. So I, the fact that he, at this point, we're not being cagey about it. I We're ready for this to come to a head, whether that be in the season four premiere or finale or in the between. Yeah. We're ready. We're ready to address it. Um, talked about Luca on the plane. There's some st- good st- quality stuff on the plane we haven't talked about yet. Um, Chloe's going to go sit in first class. Um, so Adrian's like, uh, he's, he's in flight magazine features ladybug and cat. And then he turns on the in, in entertainment has the animated movie <laughs> that we referenced before. Then there's a song, I guess. Maybe that was in the movie or something. So he cannot escape it. Um, here's some all time great Marinette stuttering moments. Uh, Marinette's seat number is baby, but, but, but 32 B or did she say P? I think it was uh, but, but is B in the, like, I feel like she was not in the second row or something. Yeah, uh, no, it, the the letter is for like the actual. Seat oh, it's the seat. Oh, no, you're right. Thirty. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um. Okay. B. Yeah. I I heard P, but she's not gonna say baby if it's P, right? But yeah, I'll, oh, that's the fact you start with baby. But here's the next really one. Why? She says, "I'm gonna go sit next to my husband. I mean, friend. <laughs> so that's funny. right. You are. <laughs> God. And then she. That's what the fandom's just... saying. Yeah. <laughs> you are gonna go sit next to. The best part is Adrian keeps calling her out on the dumb stuff she's saying. Yeah. Okay, well, then Adrian falls on top of Marinette, so we get one of those moments. And then uh, Marinette's like, oh, it's so hot. It's a warming seat. He's like, ah, it's it's a regular seat. <laughs> and then she's Call like, down. I have to leave. Right? Call down from Adrian. But he's so sweet about it, so it's fine. And then she has um, to go sit with <laughs> Mr. Damocles. Yeah, so yeah, and then she Damocles is like uh, Also, where did he get the... The thing of popcorn on the yeah, plane. Yeah, po- popcorn is not a plane food. What are no. you doing? And then he thing? dumps it. The, I'm sorry, her, him like leaning on her and then just dumping the popcorn. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> but also, yeah. I'm upset about that popcorn being wasted. Well, I was Don't like, why do you have the popcorn on the plane? On the plane. What? Where did he get it? You watch movies on the did plane. Did he like so pack it in his like carry-on? They must have given it to him on the plane. Oh, wait, we're talking about the most underrated part of the special, which is 
which is Adrian's bodyguard. He's so flipped out oh about what's God. going yeah, on. So that we get the saga like, of Gorilla. And so I play- felt so bad because whenever uh, Gabriel was like, you'll take your bodyguard with you. I was so excited for him until I realized that he's afraid of flying. And I was like, oh, no, you poor baby. But it wasn't just yes. flying. He was literally listening to it the entire time. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, well, he, I think, yeah, maybe we'll, so he, he puts up the relax app. It's like, get, run the 10. How afraid are you? I need 10. And it's like, uh, what's, <laughs> and then, what's a level of relaxing? You need 10. Okay. And then uh, he, he chills out to that. And we you see are him, a dolphin. Yeah, you are a dolphin. He's into it. Okay. So that's so good. Then he I, is the notion that he was like, just really liked it. So he kept doing it to de-stress him during the trip. So he stayed in his, is that what's going on? I'm sure. Um, Cause he did, we get, we cut to it at funny times too. Like, I think the, the timing is on point. Yes. Um, once before like a break and then it's also the it's also just really interesting that he is like his job is to be adrian's bodyguard but he does not do any bodyguarding no, he did not do any bodyguarding <laughs> in new no. york <laughs> i guess the, the generous interpretation he's being chill and wants that adrian yeah really wants. and he's but. he's focusing on like calming down after the long he's, plane he, i think he's just still freaked out but also he Probably. wasn't on the plane back yeah what happened to him yeah that's true adrian <laughs> leaves on the plane back he's still in the room that's so sad <laughs> he just so got sad. left there <laughs> I uh R- rose and julik are like cuddling on the plane yes uh, yes noted that was a pretty good moment my wife um, was like are they gay and i was like yes she yeah. doesn't know by now about rose and that's sad. I thought she everyone did. everyone needs to know about rose and i agree um the uh you know, we're watching either the sunrise or the sunset Marin- uh, adrian's like you've got something marinette yeah they're in your hair god oh i was god. like gosh adrian you the all-time troll moment for Adrian. yep um, I love uh, Alia commenting on what Mary. Uh, what's she doing with her arms? So she she's, can... trying, she's, she's doing the safety uh, like uh, landing. Oh, that funny. like uh, like that was pretty good from Alia. Um, they're Operation New York. They're doing, which I guess they end up teaming up with um, with Jess and Aeon. Yeah. Um, and then Adrian eventually is sincere and thanks Marinette and hugs her. So that's good. That was so cu- sweet. It was. Yeah. Uh, we the, we got we talked about the the techno pirate hijacking scene. Um, I think we covered everything there. Um, in New York, we first I appreciated this. Thank you, Thomas and crew, because we get to New York and the first shot we see is a Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. how else were we supposed to know? Yeah, that's true. And I would have been so lost. It was titled New York, but they weren't in New York <laughs> to start with. Yeah, so if we we're gonna it? end up there, you got like I didn't know where we were flying to. Thank you for showing the Statue of Liberty. That's we appreciate it. it. Do we have zero shots of the uh, blanking on the name? But the other, like, uh, st- st- yeah, the like, we, we that's it though. No Central Park. No, we no saw bu- Central Park. Yeah, but I mean, we no, we're very focused count. on the Statue of Liberty. Like we see the Louvre, we see the Eiffel Tower. Well, but we're in the Louvre sometimes. You know? Sometimes we're okay. in the Louvre. We see what is it? Uh, M- Empire State Building. Yeah, is for us yeah, no, being in New York the entire time, we saw an awful lot of the Eiffel Tower. Uh, yes, True. as 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 we should. I guess to remind us that this is a show, or that Set they're from Paris. Paris. <laughs> And that the Eiffel Tower is integral. We need to be reminded. Yes. Um, random line from Marinette. She says, watching sunsets is typical for friends to do on a plane. Oh. Um, the, the, we're at the hotel. Oh, there's a gag of Marinette and Adrian are such idiots that they cannot I, get through a sliding door. I love this. I was like, guys. And it kept happening. 
It happened twice, and the second time was painstakingly long. It was, that it was really there. long. But I, I, I love that they, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, have we ever seen, like, sliding doors for them in yeah, Paris? Maybe, and I was like... Yeah, maybe it's a cultural thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, they don't understand how to work. So stupid. <laughs> it was great. To be fair, this is me every time I have to go through a revolving door. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, yes. that That is hard, though. The sliding door opens on its own. They couldn't get it work. I know. I was like, guys... Maybe it's because they're heroes and they it's have because they're magic. magic on yeah. them magic. the tech can't see them, but they didn't do that. No, they're just, I think I think we're just fully embracing that they're Marinette stupid. and Adrian are just complete idiots. Like, so. They're so dumb. They are. And then Adrian said something stupid like, I wouldn't mind being stuck with you. You're such yeah. a great friend. Like, oh, yeah, because she's such she, a great friend. What yeah. is it? She says it, the second time they get stuck, she's like, oh, like, uh, we and we keep getting like. Stuck We're together. together. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. stuck to get like she says something ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Frustrating. They're so stupid. Oh, uh, they're called little croissants. Yeah, they call oh, the, oh the French kids the little croissants. My wife screamed. She was like, "That is the cutest thing!" Like she was obsessed. <laughs> pretty cute and then uh we're gonna babysit some tourists in their socks they keep talking about the socks oh and they fall out of marinette's suitcase <laughs> yeah it's pretty good uh, the boy winking at sabrina i like that we get some oh that was good and then he sabrina. comes downstairs to get her so good yeah it's nice we don't really we don't do much more than that but it's it's nice there uh we talked we forgot, forgot the best the beginning of hot dog dan is it's a bird it's a plane no it's hot dog dan heck yes Ridiculous. it's hot dog dan <laughs> <laughs> Yep, he's there. Alia and Mar- Alia and Nino's powers. They get the the hamster voice. The those, pitched some up of voice. them got some like really cool stuff. Like, and then yeah. they just got their voices changed. Yeah, could, could have done that in an app or something. Could have um, done that in an app or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, true. way to ruin the magic of Hot Dog Dan. <laughs> Look, you're the Hot Dog Dan believer here. You know, okay? I won't. <laughs> I won't lie though. I think Jess and Aeon challenge, um, Adrian and Marinette on stupidity. Why? When they're like, we'll just trap them and we'll, we'll super villains. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, they're going to get the super villain that's like, I'm only going to terrorize people who have no one in their lives. No okay, one sure. Loves <laughs> no one who loves them. And it's like, oh, I love you. It's like, okay, this is. And then Alia and Nina are like, at this point, <laughs> we'll try anything. Well, yeah, they're, like, they're, they're like, like, that's so stupid. It might work. <laughs> it has to work. But I also really appreciate that, like, Alia and Nino have two totally different objectives, but supposedly they're going to come from, like, it's going to have the same outcome. Like, also, can Alia- we talk about, okay, let's compare how stupid these people are. So, <laughs> Alia, Alia's like, hey, I forgot to get a picture. Can you go get it for me? And she's like, yeah, sure. Nino takes his headphones off, hides them behind his back, and he's like, Adrian, bro, like, I think I left my headphones. Can you go look for them? Yeah, sure. Like, you stupid. I Y'all are so dumb. Like, Nino, like, it's such a low effort, like, lie. But he knows Adrian. He, he's, he's completely taking advantage of Adrian's sincerity. Like, it's like, we're just going to. I just know he'll go do then, that. It's and fine. then they get the room and they're both like, oh, Adrian, Marinette. Like, y'all are so stupid. Like, y'all, like, just stupid. Yeah um stupid yes uh well what else from this uh we have a lot of stuff at, when they're at the museum um alia was excited for um dean gates yeah so yeah there you go um we had uh the uh, yeah so we techno let's go over techno pirates names uh so he starts off as uh he's microchip aka microchip so that's a obvious pun <sighs> um that's his real name and uh it turns into techno pirate is his normal supervillain name the first time he's akumatized he's Teclanizer, um, and then the second time he's akumatized, he's Miraculizer. Okay, Incredible. There you go. Wow. Um, a lot of names. Um, 
the uh we're explaining the statue of liberty we talked about the whole safe inside the thing i hope we're not wrong about that if that's yeah. a real thing we're gonna get a lot of corrections um and the uh the, 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 the a lot of transformations um i think yeah we, we most we have a whole fight scene here with uh with the, the well, i think the only and, thing we haven't really talked about is the very subtle nature of the new miraculous um oh, yeah so, what do you mean subtle so like she's just like the power to free people from preventing them from reaching their true potential. Like that's not really a superpower. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, so um, for, first of all, Hawk Moth's like uh, in the car, he's like Lafayette. Uh, he's pretty cool, but uh, I, I bet he, I bet he's too cool to have not have had a miraculous is basically what yeah, he's saying. Like way to, way to not be nice to the memory of Lafayette. I mean, uh, and then, and then, uh, Leary. So we meet Leary, the Kwame, and she comes out. She's like, where's Lafayette? Yeah. She's uh, saying a bunch of names for him. Yeah. Um, and she, she says the, the, the power to free people from preventing their true potential. Um, and then we see him, uh, we see Miraculizer use liberation powers on all of the United heroes. And we see Majeski yeah, Majest- knocks over some buildings and she does the moon stuff with the nukes. Uh, doorman can go anywhere he wants. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting power for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very effective in this specific situation. Yes. I mean, I would say like in, in the case of like, it's, it's another reason why I really like that Jess gets it is because Jess is, and Jess and Aeon are kind of going through this journey of like, we want to be taken seriously as superheroes. Like we're not just kids, but then they're also afraid. Like when, the, you know, when it comes down to, it's just us versus the adults going crazy. And so, yeah. and then, and that's part of that, like kind of like living up to her true potential. And so I, and you know, letting go of that fear, which is why it's really cool that she ends up with it, but it's just a very like, you know, it's, it's, and granted, we also assume like there is some sort of like when when you're in when you have the miraculous like your abilities are enhanced like you know they're able to run across buildings and you know jump and like everything they're able all their physical abilities they're able to do, but like this is a very like you know you know this isn't like cataclysm or miraculous ladybug this is a very subtle ability. Yeah, it definitely, definitely very subtle. It seems like a little bit of a fringe ability and it's not like a, an enhancement or anything. It's, it's, it feels honestly, it feels more like an akumatized ability. Like Cockmoth yeah. would grant someone of supervillain this power because there's someone who doesn't reach their potential or something, you know, so, um, but it's its own miraculous. And if we're going to get into miraculous as number 50 to 100, we're going to have to get into some more fringe right. powers. Which granted, I think, I mean, I think this is really interesting as an ability. Like, I guess it's based on Lafayette, maybe. maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, well, I think it's more. I don't know. Like, one, this is the perfect miraculous for Hawk Moth for him to achieve his goals. But then also, like, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like, I don't like. We are running out of superpowers. Like, but at the same time, like, are we? <laughs> like, they could yeah. have done flight. Like, I mean, it's an, it's an eagle. They could have done anything. And I think it's really. I'm curious to see what we're going to get into. Grant, I think this also has more to do with unify, maybe. Like, are we going to have more subtle nuances to when we unify with different... Grant, yeah, combine we're... with other yeah. things. Grant, this cool. also has more... Like, are we going to end up with another miraculous box? Because we have our one miraculous box. Yeah, well, well it's the monks, the monks at the yeah, end the have another have miraculous have box. Yeah. Exactly. So well, that's... I meant, like, our heroes, because... Is it going to be in play, kind of, right. in our show? Yeah. And so we'll see. But, well, yeah, no, it's a good point that it's a Shanghai. fringe power. We have to assume in Shanghai we're going to be dealing with the monks and... Like another another miracle box. 
Yeah, maybe it would be a third Miracle Box. Yeah, or yes. um, are, are they all called Miracle Box or is our box called the Miracle Box? Um, anyway, we'll learn these things. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good point that it's 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 kind of this um, this subtle power. And w- if we see Jess again, which um, from the way Thomas is talking on Twitter, he's like, if you want to see them again, you know, make your voice heard. So it doesn't sound like it's planned no. at the moment, but maybe yeah. it is, you know, maybe it's a, a spoiler prevention thing. Um, if we like, it would be interesting to see how she applies it in the future. Yeah, because we kind of see this one specific use here. Um on on all the united heroes i wanted to note uh we talked about the scene when um marinette chases after adrian um with all the dramaticness going on at the end she says adrian i love you so she does acknowledge her feelings because she's been repressing these romantic feelings and then she acknowledges it and we are left so it's like where do we leave off with marinette's arc heading into the shanghai special and then into season four uh all yet the end talks about how um it's like, what do you, what are you going to do or something? And Marinette seems unsure. She doesn't answer. Yeah. So it's a little bit ambiguous where Marinette is. At the very least, she has had a moment where she has uh, freed herself from this kind of repression of her romantic feelings for Adrian. We'll see if that leads to her potentially trying to explore them again more in the future, or it's a slow, probably a slow climbing back to the place. We're where just going to be unrequited love crying for like half the season. Yeah. Is it going to be a thing where Marinette is full on, like, she's gotten past her awkward crush and now she's like, just a real, like, I want to be with you kind of crush? God, and, wouldn't that be amazing? And, yeah, I was and, 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 and yet Adrian and Kagami are dating, right? And mm-hmm. so, but, and Luca, we'll see how Luca comes into play. Um, he better come into play. Oh. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting place to leave off with her. It does feel, it was yeah. definitely not a big ending for this arc. Well, I wasn't it was, ready. Like, honestly, I. I was not anticipating how much this was going to tie in to everything we've been watching. So yeah. I'm really excited for season four. Yeah, no, I, it's one of the biggest points for me is like, this is such a good entry between seasons three and four. And it's like, what does this mean for what season four is about? Because I really feel like this is approaching a lot of stuff that I thought would take a lot longer. For this, also, for we're, I mean, this do. is... This is serialized. Like this takes place exactly after season three. The, yeah, yeah, this is this is the most serialization we've ever gotten from Ladybug. It's a good point. Based right yeah. after the season three finale. So that's very like, exciting too. That's right a after point. it. The only yeah. thing is like I guess they didn't really talk about I mean, there's elements that they left out, which is totally fine because I don't think it has any place in this like special. Like, you know, the fact that like Everything that took place in the finale, essentially, like, we don't talk about, you know, uh, Marinette being the the guardian. Being the guardian, and I think the repaired Peacock Miraculous. Those yeah, are the two like, we don't, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about, like, the whole situation with Chloe and Queen Bee. So, That's true. That's uh, true. That is not talked about, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that all gets left out, but again, I don't think it has any place in this special. But it is, like, it was, like, as soon which. It, it's interesting that one of the the very first shots of this like special is Marinette holding the miraculous box, the new one, yeah, on top of like the Eiffel Tower or wherever she was. Like I was like as soon as I saw that I was just like this is going to be something different and I'm I don't know if I'm ready for any of this. <laughs> awesome. Just and, because and that, like credits, that just like acknowledging that right away is again like more serialization than we've ever had before. <laughs> yeah, and now, and like honestly like listen Thomas, like if you want to have a 2-hour movie special, we're here for it. Like Yeah, I think at Jeremy Zag and Yeah, at crew. Zag. Yeah. Yeah. At, yeah, at everyone at Zag and stuff, yeah. Uh so uh, it's it's yeah, we look. This is um we'd love honestly um 
if if season four was just like a series of 10 specials once a month or something, I would be fine with that Same. instead of like 20 episodes. Like this, this was, I had much, I, this was like more than the sum of three episodes for me. No, same. A, this a, really, yeah. I mean, my expect, like I, it was hard to have expectations for this because we didn't know we were getting this on it. I mean, blew me away. Like I loved every minute of it. It was truly an experience. And like, I, I mean, I've always loved Ladybug. We like to make fun of it, but like, this was incredible. Like this is, I mean, we joke about Ladybug and, but I mean, Ladybug, I mean, this is one of the most exciting things we've wa- we've seen all year. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think I'm, I'm yeah, look, if uh, if campaign for this as best episode nominee, I'm here for it. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Okay. Uh, yeah, quickly, we, we, we mostly mentioned everything else, but just to acknowledge a lot of stuff, yeah, the, the, the stuff with, um, Aeon, uh, going to Marinette and, uh, talking to her about, uh, Marinette says, I can't be Ladybug without him. And she goes onto the, the plane, which is super ridiculous. She catches up to the plane that's Yeah, no, it's and, ridiculous, uh, but it's because um, she's a android she's i buy that she can do it it's just uh it. it's very uh yeah uh it's it's, it's yeah it, but and, and then adrian again at the end leaves to go back to the plane so to fun. fly back to the plane, so presumably still in flight um all the stuff with the missiles uh, there's a great <laughs> uh aeon uh, when she went into the plane she just knocked a hole out of the but then the I guess plane she repaired would be going it. down no apparently not she i must, thought it she was just analyzed the door. plane yeah, she must. Yeah, maybe just that, and so, and she probably repaired it. But then it should really be. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no one noticed. There's no. Also, it's didn't probably it's an autonomous jet. It's fine. Yeah, it might have been just like the we car. Didn't see the yeah, yeah, just like the car. Exactly. Hollow Dad. I think Hollow Dad might have been driving. Hollow Dad was flying the Hollow Dad. No, thank you, Hollow Dad. Uh, blessed Hollow Dad. Um, the. Uh, a lot of the, I was going to say the really cool shot of Sparrow dodging the missiles when they're all coming yes. at her. Yes, and then, then Ladybug like the skateboard. I was obsessed. <laughs> it's it's uh, sp- uh, sp- all the Sparrow stuff was really good. Uh, it's, it's, it's but and I, I'm here for Eagle at the end. I'm, I'm not like, but I'm glad we did see a lot of Sparrow. Yeah, too, I like I'm Sparrow, here for but Eagle. no, Eagle is great. Like, I'm here for Eagle. I stand Jess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jess, Jess. Yeah, Jess. Jess was very strong. Um, uh, cat. Cat comes back and lady, he and Ladybug hug. Okay, that was good. Um, the uh, yeah, Hawk Moth just threatening to start a world war. He literally Fine. says, "Oh my goodness, yeah, we covered it." But we covered I it. Sweet baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sweet baby. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Oh, can, can we um just briefly talk about how Gabriel traveled with Akumas and butterflies? Oh, that's true. He must have. Uh, he brought his own butterflies yeah. to New York, right? <laughs> Don't you? You. It's the problem is what you just said is very associated with real butterflies. So Delaney's been triggered. Oh, I'm extremely. No, he didn't need to bring them because since that's just what butterflies freaking look like, he just had just to go, go to New York. <laughs> oh, we. Sh- oh, we were robbed of a scene of Hawkmoth going to Central Park and capturing some butterflies. Butterflies. Oh my god. Oh, that would have been so good. Oh, I actually would have had. A, I wouldn't have finished the special because my brain would have popped out of my head. Oh, uh, God, so you wouldn't right have been now. here. Yeah, maybe it's for the best. Yeah, you I wouldn't, wouldn't have been, been here. here because I would uh, have. Can been someone? Dead. Can we need all of a lot of fan art of Hawk Moth frolicking in Central oh, Park, catching butterflies? God, I hate my life. Like, oh. <laughs> trying to catch. You can't say butterflies. It just triggers me. 
Just, I mean, he's Papillon. He's Butterfly, you yeah. know, so it's just in general. Um, Ladybug, Ladybug says, Jess, you can keep the eagle. And then we get this, these shots of all the previous night owls, um, and sparrows. And it's like the sparrow becomes the night owl. And then yeah. there's a new sparrow in each iteration. And it's pretty cool. And, um, and, and then basically they say, they're like, okay, we should be who we really are. And so Barbara's going to gay superheroes be out with who she is um and same with jess as she's the eagle now and um then they embrace and uh yeah there's the four-way pound it it's great um hawkmoth's like i now i know there's other miraculouses out there and i'm gonna go find all of them you're so annoying hawkmoth but i do like the setup for shanghai yeah Yeah. it's a good it's a good segue into shanghai i think uh astro cat goes back yep 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 uh the, oh, they, the class makes a banner for it because Adrian, even though he was still there, he has to fly back to the plane and the class, the class is like, oh, I'm so sad he had to fly back. So they make a banner saying they're going to miss him. Aww, um, so cute. Yeah. And it's on the news. Um, Chloe is like, no, I'm not having fun. Nope. Um, and, and yeah. And, 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 and so, yeah. And so Eagle proposes they make the new heroes in the U.S. and the monk seems to be into it, I which is it. like pretty shocking that the monks are just gonna instantly be a bad. I mean, they've lost every, like, they're from another time period. So I, may, maybe they'll latch on to this. Um, they're like, we're gonna start a new generation of heroes in, uh, in the United States. April has posted already <laughs> existing fan art of Hawkmoth <laughs> catching butterflies with the net. So it's in the Discord. Um, no, I put it's, it in the outline. It's in the outline. Oh, I need. I closed it already. Let me open. Probably, it. I, if ever had it open, but uh, the I did episode. have it open at one time. <laughs> there. So the, okay, already exists this fan art. Let's see more of it, specifically in Central Park now to fulfill yes. its hand head canon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, geez, this is like, what? <laughs> This is also amazing. it's like Hawkmoth and Animal Crossing on the bug. This off is so now. funny. His little smile is like the worst <laughs> thing smile, ever. Yeah, he has to be very happy about it. This yeah. is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, who's you have the you have the source on this? Yeah, April? where's the source? Yeah, it yeah. came from Twitter. Let me. I'm shocked. Okay, well, I'll post it in the show notes if at the at the end if people oh can God. find it. Okay, um, so there you go, Delaney. I bet you basically gave your final thoughts before, and then I continued to talk about the special. But uh, any other closing thoughts? I just loved it. Like, I was just completely blown away. I really enjoyed this. I'm really excited for season four. And I'm really excited for the Shanghai special. Yeah, that is very exciting. We'll see if we get it. I assume not this year, but who knows? I know. Um, it would, it would, it would be, yeah. it's, honestly, like, it's the Shanghai special now, considering the special, definitely the most anticipated, I think, like, Ladybug thing ever or something. I mean, the yeah. finales are always anticipated because they're concluding arcs we've seen and stuff, but... Um, I'll t- I'll take this over definitely the all the finales we've gotten so far. Same. Yeah. I mean, through season three finale is very good too. Yeah. Um, April, what are your final thoughts? Um, I mean, I have the same thoughts as everyone else because this is this was incredible. This is I don't know what I expected, but this was more than that. It was overwhelming and. I, I'm so excited for the Shanghai special. I'm even more excited for season four just because this has, there's so much potential, just so much. Yeah, I agree so much. It was, it was so fun. Um, lo- love, loved it. Uh, g- going to check out to uh, see if we get the, no- the normal paced version on the Disney channel repeat. We'll see. I want to watch it in uh, French. Yeah, oh, I me mean, too. unfortunately, the uh, the group we usually talk about does not seem to be doing anything anymore for the translation. Right. So we'll see if someone translates it. But yeah, that'd be fun to watch it in French, too. We talked about a few things we'd like to see in French. This Hawkmoth art April found is from at Miss Burb on Twitter. It's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It's beautiful. There you go. Let us know what you thought of the special. 
of our discussion on the special, uh, overly animated to find uh, every all, everywhere, all of our context links. Make sure you subscribe for future Ladybug podcasts. Um, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash overly animated, and consider supporting us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Hugh. And thanks as always to our patron exec producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, Needle, and Phonician. Um, we'll uh, be back about a month probably to talk about Ladybug. Might be a format shakeup or something. So we'll see. We'll see when we're back for more Ladybug. As of now, there's no uh, news on next Ladybug airing. Um, but uh, we'll be, so we'll stay tuned for that. And that's been fun. Two hour podcast, I think, about. Yep. Uh, we'll see after edits, but um, <laughs> appropriate for the special. People, yep. the, the April and Delaney were like, it's going to be so long. I was like, I think we can fit in. We were like, it's going to be nine hours. There you go. Two hours. That's, I feel like it's, it's appropriate. We did it. Was, we did I it. I think it was good. We did it. Yay. Thank you. You guys, guys. did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. No, the listener, you did it. You got yeah, to getting in. this far. We're yeah. proud of you. If you've made it this far, please <laughs> enter the secret code. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they've made it this far, they'll talk about that Hawkmoth fan art. That'll be oh, the yeah, tell. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the tell. The end of the pod meme. Okay, so we'll see you next time for Ladybug. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.